Every single person that I know in mainstream media saw that what they perceive as a progressive community then called me a Nazi. Then they go, okay, progressive. No one called you a Nazi. I'm writing all of them off. Never once did that. Are you 99% identical to the most extreme trans right activists, right? So we have a microscopic difference. So somebody asked me about it. I say it once. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Then, and then a giant. No, Jake, then stop giving fuel. Stop giving fuel to the fire. You are repeating the culture war talking points. Hey, can we agree that all the others uh, like Lance or whatever the fuck their <laughs> names are? No. Well, no, no. All right. Jake Uger. Uh, is here, ladies and gentlemen. It's a it's a classic uncle nephew uh, face off, as Hell I yeah. have uh, talked about already. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jank oh fuck wrote a book. <laughs> this is a fucking hit me in the face. Jank wrote a book called "Justice Is Coming: How Progressives Are Going to Take Over the Country and America Is Going to Love It." Which is, I mean, I'm a very cynical person. I I, I don't think I, I'm a very pessimistic person. I don't think. It's happening anytime soon, but maybe you'll make an argument for that. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about out. your book. The book already won the debate. About another thing that you literally didn't tell me while you were announcing it, uh, which is that you're running for for president. Uh, and and of course, I'm going to ask you why. Yeah, I was like, yes, or even announced. how. But that's it. That's uh, those are those are some of the things that we're going to be talking about. Before we get into any of that, though, let's start off with uh, the Democrats actually doing something that is uh, unheard of, unimaginable, which is showing backbone uh, and showing a spine and actually doing the right thing, even though they were like kind of forced into a corner to do the right thing on Kevin McCarthy's ouster as uh, Speaker of the House. Uh, what do you think about it? Andrew yeah, Yang uh, uh, disagrees. Look, I, I guess I love it. Um, uh, not going to change anything. It's yeah. not going to make any difference, but I agree with you. I'm glad that the Democrats didn't gratuitously help them. Um, so I talked to Representative Rokana um, on Friday in D.C., and uh, we came up with a good idea together, which is the Democrats, for whoever that it he, is... His that children should keep doing... Uh, <laughs> whatever it is you were going to say, no, that's not it. Oh, wait, you guys didn't have the good idea of, of making sure that his, his children were uh, participating in the stock market and having excellent returns? No. Year over year? That's crazy. No. Uh, so came up with the idea of, well, why don't we ask for something in return? So, like, paid family leave. Uh, so if a, the Repo any Republican wants Democratic votes in the House for speakership, yeah, maybe we could do that. Uh, give us a couple of concessions. You don't get it without concessions, right? So we give you the uh, give us the concessions of a vote on paid family leave. That polls at 84%, uh, and maybe one other vote, right? And then, uh, and then, okay, then we can have a deal. But if you just want a deal where we needlessly give you the speakership why in the world would anybody do that i think the funniest part about that is that that would never happen because kevin mccarthy would have never done that uh he would have probably lied maybe but uh what's even better uh, about the situation is that like uh i was alluding to he didn't even like go to the conservative democrats and and offer them anything like literally nothing was given and then there are still, of course, perverts, both side is perverts in liberal media that are trying to turn this massive fuck up within the Republican Party uh, into somehow a, a issue uh, that is uh, the, the Democrats' responsibility, uh, which know. is awesome. It's awesome. Some dude on the Daily uh, Beast wrote that. 
uh, wrote an article talking about how, like, you know, this is actually uh, a bad thing that the uh, Democrats did once again. Here it is. Matt Lewis, who is a conservative himself, said, yeah. you can't blame Dems for the blow that right-wing bomb throwers landed on Kevin McCarthy. But what you can't say is that they failed to do the right thing on behalf of the American people, which was to make sure that Kevin McCarthy remains the Speaker of the House. Yeah. So, look, I, I, I know Matt a little bit. Uh, we used to go on MSNBC together. I went on his podcast recently. He's a good guy. But he, generally speaking, he's from the old school of establishment bipartisan, uniparty uh, thought, which is the way that this would have gone in the old days is uh, the Matt Gates character would have huffed and puffed and McCarthy would have said, oh, no way, right? And then at some point, whether it was the Republicans in their, inside their caucus or they go to the Democrats and they get a deal, the deal is what it was always going to be, which was cut spending for the average American. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Maybe throw in a tax cut for the rich or a deregulation or something. It's all theater. It's all fake. Now, here comes a twist. The twist in the story is that the the crazy right-wing Republicans like Matt Gates are actually not doing theater. I mean, it looks like they're doing theater and they're doing their own theater to raise money, etc. But they're not playing the same old game. This is like, and that's part of why the media and the establishment is so mad. Because they're like, wait. You guys are supposed to pretend to object, but not actually object. And we're supposed to cut spending for the average guy. That's why guys like Matt go, I don't get it, man. The Democrats are part of this play, good cop, bad cop. And the good cops are supposed to come in at the end and screw over the American people while pretending to be good guys. And so since the Democrats didn't do it and Gates didn't do it, they didn't get a deal. And so I don't think it's so bad at all. Like, number one, they weren't doing anything anyway. Yeah. Right? And number two, actually, somebody threw a curveball into this normal, sick theater. I like to always say, uh, you know, what would the Republicans do if roles were reversed? And if they, if anybody in here thinks that they would have, like, uh, dove on a grenade to save the Democratic <laughs> Party or the institutions to, like, make Instead sure of that watch them in Pelosi <laughs> would have retained her speakership position you're fucking out of your mind so yeah democrats did exactly what the republicans would have done in the situation True. which is of course always good politics okay it might not yield good policy but it was certainly good politics now of course uh the the other side of this is that there was no opportunity for good policy anyway people are uh, immediately uh, rushing to conclusions that Kevin McCarthy would have been a more moderate speaker than whatever kind of demon they put forward, certainly. But functionally, Kevin McCarthy, as the Speaker of the House, was going to operate like the most reactionary person in the party. And he did. And he also he does do what that. Matt Gates wants. It's not like he gave a bone to the Democrats in his uh, chaotic order. He tried to impeach Brighton right before like, this. They fucking lodged an impeachment inquiry with zero evidence that connected Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. Zero. Okay? Zero. Zero. 
That's insane. That is like, that's so insane. And they, in this. Just having watched a couple of these, I, I want to say that I think this is the only program I've ever seen Jank on when he's like on Hassan's program and they're like having their friendly, like family debates where he looks like a little nervous because he's always like such a commanding presence on all the other shows he goes on, right? It's a rhetorical tactic, this little trick where they say the Biden family. Have you noticed that? Where they, instead of saying like Hunter Biden, they always say the Biden family were doing crimes as though like. You know, because technically it's not wrong. Hunter Biden is a part of the Biden family. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the trick that Dick Cheney did to get us into the Iraq war. When he was asked on Meet the Press, wait, did Iraq attack us on 9-11? He said, uh, the fighters come from the general, same general region yeah, he, he, as I Iraq. Agree. And that means, no, yeah. they didn't attack us, and you're yeah. just making it up. You're saying, what difference does it make? They're all Arabs. Yeah. Um. So, we talked about that. You think the Democrats have a little bit of spine? Not that it fucking matters in this situation anyway. So what do you, why do you think the progressives are going to win? What's, what's going on in this book? You wrote a book, finally. Yeah. You've been yeah. writing it for a while. Yeah. So, look, uh, first I explain all the depressing stuff, so you're not going to be surprised by that, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and I explain why, even though progressives are two-thirds of the country, and there's no argument about that, uh, that... Uh, we don't win. Uh, I explain exactly what he means why. by that I is mean, progressive mean, values. When phrased and correctly, a lot of Americans will support. Not that they the identify Party, as progressive. The Republican Party. But then uh, Kirkus reviews and everybody else says it's a super hopeful book because in chapter six I explain how we're going to win, and the answer is actually really easy, Haas, which is uh, young people are super progressive, oh. and, and uh, so the polling is overwhelming. Uh, the Republican uh, pollster Frank Luntz's hair is, or his toupee's on fire. Friend of the show, Frank Luntz. Yeah. Uh, Noam Chomsky agrees. Every, like, you look at any of the data, under 45 in 2020 voted massively progressive. Now, this time around, it'll be under 49. By the time you get to 2028, it's good night, Irene. It's under 54-year-olds, and they're done. I think this is a, I, I think this is wrong, uh, I, I will. I will say. This is like the classic trope that time and time again, the next generation will say was trope. If with one exception, That's just not true with one exception. Okay. The material realities for the upcoming generation, my generation is significantly more dire. That's right. And therefore they will vote along uh, the lines if they are still participating in the democratic process at that point, if they haven't fully checked out, they might end up like having a much poorer country overall and having less economic prospects overall will uh, yield understandable results and, and, and will yield the same voting patterns. I do not think that it's more so a generation being progressive, but instead a generation not uh, having access to, uh, you know, additional, uh, additional uh, economic opportunities that prior generations had because you see it time and time again when people have more assets when people have more capital uh, they start voting in predictable patterns they start voting for deregulation because they understand that like this is uh, intrinsically aligned with their interests oh my god Kaya is so good at opening that door now it's crazy I had put her outside <laughs> And she literally opened the door immediately and ran in here. That's nuts. Okay. That's so cute. Let me break that down for you. Yeah. Okay. So, number one, the trope is actually on, not... I got close. I got close. You keep going. Trope is not intergenerational. Uh, it's, uh, it's about demographics overall, right? So, 
people say, oh, that's okay. The Democrats are going to win because they're going to get black voters. They're going to get Latino voters. And that's not at all guaranteed. So I never believed in that. And so, and the identity politics generally doesn't work. Um, but the idea that, hey, it's okay, the next generation never saves us isn't true. And uh, everybody always says, oh, well, clean up your room. Uh, you know, kiss we are joke. going to Thank you. Uh, get more Oops, conservatives as we get mistake. older. Well, I quote in the book meta studies that show that's not at all true. Uh, in fact, your political leanings get set between the ages of 14 and 24. So there is that recent study that shows that both millennials and obviously Generation Z are bucking the trends incredibly. The ones typically about people becoming either more conservative later in life. But there's something to be said about what Hassan just brought up in that, like, yeah, uh, millennials and Gen Zers are dealing with a very, very different economic situation than their parents and than their grandparents did. One in which now it's becoming more and more impossible for anyone to fathom owning a home, uh, let alone like moving out of your parents' place conservative when they were younger okay but above 85 was super liberal and the reason for that is because they grew up with like fdr lbj jfk some range of that right and those guys stayed progressive well, there's their also whole like lives. i know but there's like also uh, uh at that point how many fucking 85 year olds exist you know what i mean i feel like that no, no that's not that about, yields not a about lot like, of like Right now, there's those guys are 97, right? That's not the there's issue. There's like eight of them. No, no. The issue is that it's totally bullshit that people become more conservative as they get older. It's not at all true, and it's not backed up by the data. And this generation... I'm, not, I'm not saying that at all. I'm thing. saying that uh, the only reasonable... Uh, the only thing that I would uh, agree with on that, uh, on that data point is that it is totally entirely uh, 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 pegged to their their uh, economic circumstances. And the economic circumstances of the younger generation is very, very unfortunately <laughs> yeah. are fucked. Yeah, and no, no, that's why I'm saying like that. that is ostensibly the only reason that I think uh, the, the younger generations as they get older and, and, and are devoid of the same opportunities that prior uh, older generations had because like a lot of the current wealth that we have in this country is trapped in like baby boomers and gen xers like they are like the last remaining generation with um access to to any kind of uh assets homes things of that nature uh you're coming to a situation where you have like permanent renters yeah that will never be able to purchase a home so part of the reason that that they, changes their dynamic that changes their, their political uh perspective and this is all going towards exactly my point which is, look, part of the reason that the younger generations are both millennials and, and Gen Z are so progressive is cultural uh, factors, right? But the other reason is economic factors that nobody ever talks about. They have no chance of buying a home for the great majority of those generations, right? Uh, everything for them is much harder. Student debt is infinitely higher. They're much more tied to corporate uh, rule and have become chattel in a lot of ways and they're rebelling against that besides which this isn't arguable they would have to change the dynamic of that those generations massively in, over the next one to five years for the republicans to be able to win right so uh because in the 2020 elections even the states within the democratic party that bernie lost he would win under 45 year olds with 40 50 point margins even after the race was largely over so, like, the handwriting's on the wall. And by the way, what saved the Democrats in the 2022 midterms? Younger voters. What saved Joe Biden in 2020? 
11% more younger voters showed up. That's the only reason he won. And that's and so this is all trending not just towards Democrats. Not just but, younger people, I think. But but towards progressives. I, I don't think it's just younger people. I think it's it's also depends on the voting uh, district. Uh, it, it was white people in general. Like there is a, there are more white people now voting for Joe Biden than they did before with Hillary Clinton. Look, that's there's a, huge, a lot of different. Demographics. That's a huge demographic shift. I know, but those things shift. They go back and forth, and now all of a sudden, Trump's up to 42 percent with Latinos. He's up to 20 percent yeah. with African Americans. So I'm not relying on that one percent. But the, I have not seen anything that challenges. The numbers. I don't think the twenty percent number is real, but you know. Yeah, no, it might be an outlier. It might not be exactly right. But the bottom line is, I've never seen a compelling case for demographics saving the Democrats or progressives, other than age. And age is the biggest demographic and the biggest difference maker. And so there's other factors too, changing media. So how are you going to activate uh, younger voters to go out and vote? Uh, because out of the voter eligible population, um, younger voters are poorer. Well, yeah, on that's, average, that's what I'm and- saying. It depends on the region. Like right now, if you look at the stats in Canada, right now I believe uh, over half of men are polling that they're going to vote conservative. The trend is not the same for women, but men are moving very, very quickly in Canada towards uh, saying that they vote for conservatives. And in Canada, the conservative party is polled to to have a majority right now. Uh, that's a, a horrifying trend uh, that has to be Paul looked at. is the reason why he didn't win um, no. in the primaries. That was a big part of the problem. So I hear you. Those are generally problems. Men or white men, it didn't break it down that way. It's not that I mean, Sanders I'm going to assume solid. white men. Are, so first of all, Bernie Sanders won the first three states, as we all know, right? And, and what happened then is mainstream media activated the older voters to vote in droves against Bernie, right? So uh, normally after you win the first state, let alone the first three states, you get a X, like a significant amount of positive coverage, and I have the numbers and the data in the book. But of course, Bernie got like three times the okay. negative. Coverage. Okay, okay, you, we're we're saying the same thing. Right. You're just saying no. But my point is, at that point, even with mainstream media just blasting Bernie, talking about executions in Central Park and giving Biden enormous positive coverage, etc. Obama rallying everyone, Buttigieg, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Still, if it was four years later, Biden would have lost to Bernie because of the age demographics. Just couldn't do it with 45-year-old and under enough. Like if he had gone to, if it was like 49-year-olds and under, Bernie almost certainly would have won. So, and here we are four years later. So, look, is it written in stone? Of course not. But is it as dire as people think? Not even close. We're the, I think we're definitely the favorites, not the underdogs. And Haas, here's another giant factor. Media. So we all know mainstream media hates progressives and destroys us at every turn, right? And so they activate the uh, older voters, etc. But now they're losing their power. But here's a really important fact that people don't absorb enough. Now, for most of the television networks, their costs are higher than their revenue. Are they really going to be able to last five more years of bleeding out? So at some point, this doesn't just wither away. It capsizes. Right. Meanwhile, what's happened? You know, TYT's happened. You've happened. 
uh, tons of like new streamers progress, and almost all. Yeah, but you also have to acknowledge, so have conservatives. Like a lot of the top YouTube channels uh, are in politics are, are right wing. Uh, Tim Pool, Stephen Crowder, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Russell Brand, Jordan Peterson. Uh, they're all monster fucking uh, channels. Even if some of them have migrated to Rumble, they're still huge. For but they're popular in the same exact for the same exact material reasons as to why and they have, yeah and they have uh, fin- you know, a lot of them do CNN, have financial backing uh, cuts uh, corporate propaganda MSNBC cuts corporate propaganda and Fox News is the most popular news broadcast um they have moneyed interest backing them whereas like real progressive uh content has to revolve on in or it revolve around or if they want to be sustainable uh, heavily rely on like subscriptions and and uh, that is incredibly difficult it's there's nothing as good as just like having unlimited wads of money from concentrated wealth that will give you a couple billion here a couple billion there and that is precisely the reason why daily wire is fucking you know taking our lunch money all day every fucking day think about it this way the Steven Crowder 50 million dollar conversation I am I would say not to toot my own horn here, but probably more popular a figure overall than Steven Crowder. There is no $50 million deal coming my way. That is unimaginable. That would never happen in a million years because Steven Crowder doesn't have to generate $50 million in revenue. He just has to keep <sighs> saying the... Happy to see Vosh, uh, Vosh read the show. So thanks, Vosh. Hey, appreciate it. Welcome in, Raiders. Uh, we're in the middle of watching the Hassan versus Jink debate. Family member versus family member. Who will come out on top and who will come? We will see. Um, the, the, uh, the, the topic right now is basically about progressives. Uh, are progressives going to win? Do progressives have positions of power? All that kind of stuff. Uh, and yeah, give a follow back. Uh, Twitch.tv slash uh, Vosh. Vosh Here. Thank so- you. Daily Wire can kiss my ass. All the right-wingers combined can kiss my ass. And so the good news is I'm not just a good host. Uh, we have a lot of great hosts on TYT. I'm a really good businessman. And so I have maintained us in business for 21 years in an impossible industry. We built a network of progressives, and we just keep on winning. So they're not going to be able to get rid of us. We're going to win, and, and then when we get more resources, we're going to dominate even more. So the, the problem, the, the advantage that the right wing has is infinite money. And the left has almost no money at all, right? But the disadvantage that the right wing has is that they're not popular. We say things that are popular we, and people like uh, what we're saying because it's in favor of them, right? The right wing has garbage that says, oh, rich people are great. He's he's only right if it's phrased in a certain way. Like obviously Bernie Sanders can can really resonate with independence when he frames everything in a way that obviously resonates with everyday people. That was one of his many gifts, right? That's why he became so that's why his movement grew so rapidly because just even you know non-voters can listen to that idea like the 1% versus the 99%. They're taking everything from you. This is why you don't have, you know, all these programs. I want to instill free public education, free public health care, things that other countries have done successful like Scandinavian countries for example. That everyday people when they hear it it's like yeah i'm not going to argue that why that sounds great but the right is going to on the other end just constantly be like culture war culture war trans kids trans kids culture war culture war cl you know uh, crt crt uh all, all that shit all day every single day and then when they watch lefties who are criticizing them or talking about that stuff they're like oh that's why you're trying to put woke indoctrination and crt in schools we hear you like he doesn't hide that uh they change the narrative around from 
instead of talking about like how con- life begins at conception is a Christian uh, talking point, and therefore you have to abide by it because America is a Christian nation, they move towards how this is actually a moral argument. This is the scientific argument. Money, like th- this kind. Thank you so much, Dino Ghoul, for the five dollar dono. Very, very generous of you. Appreciate it. Propagandizing and the and the mechanism that backs it is. All too powerful because... Oh, and if you're new here, you can go to thesurfs.tv and you can join on the on-screen chat. That's, uh, that's where all the, the stuff is and all the emotes are over there for the funds and the sillies. More successful than both of us combined. I'm sorry. That is just the reality. No, not they, in terms of views. In terms of money, I don't have I more don't money. Think so. I, I think that Oh, no, in terms of views, the, the right, absolutely. Views a year? Hassan is 100% right. I don't know, I don't know what metrics right. you're working with when you say 5 billion views a year. I don't know if you're just simply talking YouTube, about YouTube. Facebook, yeah, Roku, you're talking about YouTube, Pluto, Facebook. Snap, you, you name it. That's great. If Daily Wire is on all of those platforms with the exception of Snap, I think, probably. I would assume that they're not on Snapchat. On Facebook, fucking conservative channels absolutely dominate. Look at the top 10 lists over and over and over. They're, they're usually like 90% conservative channels. If you look at the viewership for channels people haven't even heard of, Salty Seaword, have you heard of Salty Seaword? I bet you haven't. And and he has a monster channel. I think he's almost at a million subscribers on YouTube. It's far-right shit. Far-right, like, he does segments on laughing at when left-wing protesters get killed by cars. That's, that's how extreme he is and he gets fucking massive viewership i haven't even started talking about the pop culture channels the quarterings fucking uh nerdotic uh you know all of them there is a massive massive online independent right to far right media apparatus Hassan is 100 correct here you cannot say conclusively like uh you know jank is trying to that the left and progressives dominate online spaces Democrats. There's only one Hassan, like Michael. You know, there's only one person who has like thirty thousand viewers every day. No other option. Tim Pool gets fifty thousand viewers every stream. Sometimes a hundred thousand. If Alex Jones is on, we can talk about that if you want. But all Republican politicians and all Republican media figures are liars. Okay, they have to lie because they can't say, "Hey, I want you to take all your money and give it to the rich." (laughs) That's their actual objective. And they can't ever say that. And then you could say it about a hundred different things. They can't say, hey, I want you to smoke cigarettes and get cancer uh, because they pay me. Hey, I want you to take guns and shoot yourselves because the gun manufacturers pay me. I want you to destroy the planet because ExxonMobil pays me. They're never going to say any of that. So it's one lie after another after another, and we call them talking points. But these days... Even if you were right and did Hambly, uh, Yamberg, that's where the, the money fund funding comes in. It doesn't matter because what matters like, is that I've, I've never seen an ad on YouTube for Hassan Piker. I, you see Prager U ads, Stephen Crowder ads, fucking Tim Pool ads all the fucking time. Some of their old talking points sound so dumb and asinine. And so when they try their things about like, oh, trickle down economics, when I was growing up, the that media the actually brainwashed people into thinking trickle-down economics was yeah. real. Yeah, the like, same. Okay. And now we've destroyed that. Anyone who says trickle-down no, economics we, is we considered a total we, joke. We, we didn't destroy that. I don't think that we trickle-down economics that. did. Objective reality <laughs> and the lack yeah, voodoo of that economics. promise destroyed it significantly okay. more than Objective like. Objective reality was always against it, Haas. It was. It wasn't even I, close. I know, but people started no people. People after uh, 30, 40 years of neoliberal austerity recognize now that like that is complete a bullshit. Now it doesn't matter because people still do the same thing. They move as soon as. As soon as the established narrative, the norms that people recognize are, are 
at odds with whatever the media is saying or are at odds with what like right wing moneyed interests are trying to pump, then ultimately they move on to the next thing. Uh, that's uh, I, I am in agreement with uh, with what you're saying, but like uh, ultimately, you know, the the market collapse in 2008 probably did significantly more for people to understand that like trickle down economics was bullshit from the jump than anything else. Like that's that is that is a major that played a major role in people losing confidence in like uh, a lot of economists and what they were saying, which they should lose confidence in because these guys are uh, they're they're spreading poison. But uh, yeah, let know. me give you one example: the power of an alternate. Uh, so, and this is a very ironic example. So, Iraq War was always bullshit. It was always obvious. Mainstream media didn't say it. They said, "Oh, yeah, weapons of mass destruction," and they attacked from the general same region as Iraq, etc. Right? So, okay, seventy percent of Americans when we attacked Iraq thought that Saddam Hussein had personally attacked us on nine eleven. Right? So they mass lied, mass hypnosis, etc. So, no matter how much we were right, we couldn't break through. And then that lasts for Jesus for forever until Donald Trump goes, Iraq war was bullshit. And all of a sudden the dam breaks. And then the Republicans go, oh, yeah. No, I, I disagree with that as well. No. I, I think, I think you and that, I have, if not a you, single Republican said the Iraq war was bullshit you, you and I, until Trump said It doesn't matter what Republicans say. You and I are at fundamental odds and will forever be at fundamental odds in the way that we analyze the world because I am a believer that um, the 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 material conditions and and things you withering it, away like larger structural moves in either direction are significantly more important in rape. in bludgeoning people with reality than uh, the media moving. Uh, in Which is why so much of right-wing media and right-wing commentators have to pounce on this and talk about it constantly. That's why you get the Tucker Carlson suddenly being populist and Glenn Greenwald's being like, oh, well, he's a socialist. No, he's fucking not. But that's why, because they got to run cover for all of this shit. When, she, like, life before you, you're just like, holy fuck, everything is getting harder and harder. I can't afford anything. Rent is going up. I'm never going to be able to afford a house. The cost of housing is outrageous. What, what is causing all this? You need the Tucker Carlson's of the world to tell you, well, it's immigrants. It's the, like it's the immigrants coming into the country. They're stealing all the homes and the jobs and they're taking all your welfare. They're filling themselves with FUD rounds. It's immigrants. And also, it's trans kids. Trans kids are filling up your schools. Yes, and then they're indoctrinating everyone because of all this woke ideology from the woke mind virus coming down from on high from all these Marxist institutions. That's what's causing all the problems in your life. And it's like, well, this, so that caused inflation? It was trans kids that are doing inflation? Is that is that how inflation works? I, I don't know a lot about the economy, but you keep saying these things over and over and over, and then it's repeated by every fucking other, like, talking head that is a right-winger NPC network, and they all stay game, keep saying the same shit over and over and over. Then, yeah, people start to get false consciousness. They get distracted from the actual material conditions of their lives, and they start looking to that shit, being like, oh, okay, so that's who it is. That's what it is. The realities are different. So we, we've got every single thing lining up for us. Younger voters, the destruction of mainstream media, rise of the media, calls climate but change. also it's true. objective reality. So, for example, why By did the way, NPR, good to see a spectacular Shedman. Incredibly progressive things. Hope why did well. LBJ, at least on social issues, do incredibly progressive things? Because, because the economic realities, one, demanded it, and two, there was more pushback from outside groups exactly, at the time. There exactly. was more militant labor, and, exactly. and people were... Re People were, were recognizing the writing on the wall Couple about America's Republicans dire Iraq war. Was it Ron Paul? It's exactly right. And what's the situation we're in now? 
almost exactly the same thing. Now we need to build. We need to build a labor movement. We need to build more uh, direct action. I agree. That's why I do what I do. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Um, the only place that I have any sort of optimism for the future is in the labor movement, which is why labor I do what I do. I want to right change now. people's. I want to change people's minds about certain unions things are sexy Work and co allow them sexy. to see for themselves the autonomy that they can have and, and change their immediate uh, workplaces somewhere that they spend 80% of their adult lives in and, and, and therefore set up so the hot ground right yeah. work for a mechanism of pushback against it's a hot labor uh, the, or I guess the Democratic now it's a hot, Party hot and, labor fall. Uh, and force the Democratic Party's hand to do hey, the right, right thing when it's a, a necessity to do and, so. And look, all smart progressives are going in the same exact direction, right? Yeah. So I've been on that direction. Yeah. So, so my, six repo uh, Republicans voted against the, the labor Iraq movement. Uh, totally believes that's the answer. Nina Turner, who's 126 host Democrats network, voted against it, just announced today that she set up a new group uh, with Chris Smalls. To, Nina Turner's to back new group looks awesome, and to even get funding for the labor movement whenever yeah, they it's go a on debate. strike, etc. And so that's what pushed FDR. That's what's going to push the next generation because Haas, the economic situation isn't going to fix itself. Like, you know, the old line uh, of communists you know, and uh, socialists um, after the Great Depression without a demand, uh, asking for austerity will. measures so or will push FDR. And right now, since the economic situation is so bad for workers, no one would have been entertaining ideas like Kinsey right? and Ockin So, or demands. It's not just that either. It's all, yes, it, it's also, uh, there is actually a, 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 a real tight labor market Union and not a did. tight labor market with like, you're right, though. The confidence is different because we've already had tight labor market periods where uh, income has not uh, increased in the way that it's supposed to. Real income, real wages have not increased in the way that it's supposed to. And even econo economists are baffled by this reality. Well, the High reason for arc. that was because appreciate it. Uh, labor had lost and capital had won that war. Um, whereas totally now, uh, in a, a post-COVID world... I think uh, with the unimaginable amount of, of profits that these corporations are raking in, uh, labor has a, a decent bargaining position because they saw that, you know, if people just simply didn't go back to work, that, that, that people were fucked. Yeah. So, look, uh, they took and they took and they took and they took too much. And so this is how we get to balance. We push back. So we're in the middle of pushing back. And so everything is trending in our direction. The only thing is we can't, you know... Uh, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory and and the there's two icebergs ahead and i so i'm not pollyannish i see the icebergs probably better than anybody else does and i'm really worried about it okay one is uh the progressive movement honestly and this is where you and i can begin to disagree um getting too radical and too away oh, from what no. uh most americans go. want and the Here second iceberg what do you what do you mean by that yeah, so look, uh, we so saying things like uh, all sports leagues, including professional ones, has to allow trans women, yep. they don't have yep. a choice, etc. That pulls it like 2%. You say, hey, it's a moral issue, it's really important, Do you think the it's sports leagues are like the most important thing in you, the whole you, wide world. Do you think it's actually a significant issue? Do you think that that is a... Which fucking Democrats are making that the key point to their platform? Name me one. One Democrat who's like, okay, so yeah, here's what I offer. I want to talk about uh, sports exclusively. About this. Stop talking about this immediately. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what the right wing does. They weaponize every single issue. What I'm trying to get progressives to do is stop falling in the trap 
So do the you, minute they say it, but do you when our side rap? comes out and goes, no, this is the most important issue. Do and you, anyone who disagrees is a Nazi. You just called 98% of the country Nazis. Okay. What are yeah, you even, doing? Even you elected trans officials like aren't, aren't talking you, about that 24-7. That, do you think right that organized are pretending on the ground, that the left both are. trans and cis that are, uh, or, or uh, members of labor unions are uh, even, even using this as a talking point in any meaningful capacity? Or is it simply reactionary Republicans bringing this up because they tried and unsuccessfully failed to push the anti-trans button with bathroom Except bills? Except for the fact that they pass all those bills, which I despise. No. I hate those Hold on. bills. Let me, just, let me just clarify something here. Slow down. In the lead-up to the 2016 election, you had the North Carolina bathroom bill that was anti-trans, right? You have to have the gender assigned at birth uh, be... The yeah. bathroom that you go to that totally failed okay right. that failed that was so objectively a failure that donald trump came out and said i don't give a fuck where caitlin jenner shits as long as she's shitting in trump tower right something yeah. along those lines but i'm then paraphrasing he tried to ban them from the military hold on let me finish that was also unpopular sorry go ahead. let me finish okay yeah he tried to ban uh, ban trans people from the military that was also unpopular so what did Republican interest groups do? The family, uh, moral family, uh, uh, Christianity fundamentalist uh, uh, groups. What did they do? They went back to the drawing board and they looked for a reasonable sidestep that would still be anti-trans, that would open the door to anti-trans conversations that, that they could push for that was more popular. What did they find? They found that Americans love the concept that is bullshit meritocracy what is the most meritocratic process in the in the entire country uh maybe in the world sports americans love sports and americans believe that meritocracy is real and it's especially real in sports so they changed the narrative away from trans people can't pee and poo in the fucking bathrooms to trans people want to destroy sports it was simply just another way to attack trans people, mm -hmm. which is precisely why I think a lot of people correctly looked at that and went, why the fuck are we talking about this? This is ultimately marginal. You just want to fucking eliminate trans people from uh, public spaces. And I have never given an ounce uh, of, of legitimacy to that argument, despite what public polling says, because the reality is no one gives a fuck about it. Let me tell you something that's more important than public polling, however, because you brought so, up so far. I don't even see where we disagree. Okay, so you brought up legislatures, state legislatures, Republicans like passing incredibly in horrifying right wingers are doing psychotic anti-trans bills. Yeah. Okay, and they're passing this, yet there is no viable single issue voter out there that is like desiring these anti-trans bills, although. If you ask, uh, you know, Americans directly about, like, what do you think about a 14-year-old trans girl, like, participating in a swim meet, they might say 56% might say, fuck that, that's wrong, we shouldn't do that. But the reality is there isn't any real momentum on the ground for anti-trans shit, okay? Voters do not give a fuck about trans people overall. Exit polls don't show The overwhelming show majority that of voters actually have apathy for polls. trans people. They just don't care about it because they think that there's no trans people in their lives whatsoever. Republicans, however, have have kept on pushing the anti-trans button over and over again and made it their yes, major fucking talking point. not progressives. Right. That has yielded horrifyingly bad by results the way, for them. In, re in response to that, if a progressive is like, I actually believe in civil rights for everybody. 
that's very different than being like, hey, uh, so the key voting platform that I am now as a politician running on is about trans uh, women specifically in sports. That's that's the key part of my entire fucking political career. Supposed to happen. That was a major failure on their part, one that actually has led to Kevin McCarthy's ouster as the speaker right now, a domino effect of like the Republican Party imploding in and of itself, partially because the only thing that they have been looking for, the only thing that they have, the only tangible policy position is just increasing the dial of transphobia, but there's not enough people on the ground who are demanding it. And those who are demanding it are increasingly oh, more psychopathic, well which is pushing away normal fucking Republican voters who were just like, I just Please want to listen. Man. Like I'm racist. Sure. But like the fuck's going on? Like, I don't give a shit about this. Like, why are you talking about dismembering children's genitals all the fucking time? You sound like a psycho. They're getting outrage fatigue and it has demonstrably been a failure. And that's part of the reason why you don't see Trump talking too much about wokeness or trans uh, people. He like brings it up every now and then in his commentary, but it is far less than Ron DeSantis, wouldn't you say, who is an objectively less popular candidate? Yeah. So with the exception of Trump and DeSantis thing, which we can get into, I actually agree with everything you said. So now let me give then it to you from my perspective and concerned about it. So number one, Republicans bring this up because they're fishing and fishing. All their positions are deeply unpopular. So they're fishing for one position that they could finally get some sort of popularity on, right? So they dig all the way down to trans sports at the high school level, and they get over 70% saying, okay, no meritocracy, we shouldn't do that, right? So if at that point, you and I agree, like we fight back when they propose a bill and we do the best we can, and we aggressively make the case that you just made and that I make all the time on the air, right? And then... And then we don't, we're, we're okay with it. And everybody would agree. We, the country is in favor of trans rights, okay? So, but in the midst of these conversations, one of the things that happens is, okay, on air, I say, okay, you're asking, fine. I think at the high school level, trans uh, girls should be able to participate with biological girls, Um because why do you talk about that at all beyond how because it comes the up right. because no, 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 there's no, no. a bill no, 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 i'm fighting against the bill okay but why do you so talk why is about it a problem it on the left it being a distraction perfectly cooked up because you said you agree with me why do you uh, talk about it beyond it being a fucking bill that is laughably unpopular so unpopular that like incredible so unpopular that it didn't pass in all the red states Wait, what? It, the trans bills that passed, none of, none not about the, bathrooms, but about sports and all wait, that horse crap. But none of those bills were passed with popular support, Jank. I know they're passed by Republican legislators, and the Republican you, legislators are appeasing their base. Okay, so their base no, they're is not. maniacal, no, and their not. base wants it. No, what does this have to do with progressives that, that, then? You and I are entirely okay, incorrect. So they go you fishing are, in that area, and in that conversation, no. I say, hold on, let me finish. Okay. I say, at some point, look... My real opinion is, at the professional level, yes, of course the leagues get to make their own decision. And sometimes, yes, trans women have an advantage, and the league is allowed to say, no, we're, we're not going to allow it. Okay? So what happens next? Every single person that I know in mainstream media saw that what they perceive as a progressive community then called me a Nazi. Then they go, okay, progressives are No one are called lunatics. you a Nazi. I'm writing all of them off. Never once right? did that. Are you kidding me? 
It's because somebody and by the like way, this no. microscopic... De- no, it's because you 180 on a position that you had like six months ago on, on TYT about the idea of using inclusive language. That's why everyone called you in and out. That, that was the entirety of that topic. And it wasn't just like, oh, they're Nazis. Yeah, write them off. Fucking Nazis. No, it was like, hey, by the way, everyone came from a place of fucking love and respect, by the way, being like, please, please stop regurgitating points that are only beneficial to the right. No one is demanding that all women be called birthing persons no one's saying that it's in addition to you know that because like months ago you guys had the same point that's why everyone got mad they have material- that also cost us and it makes it look like we are extreme when in reality two-thirds of the country's on our side take the fucking win take the win those, so here's those another one and this one i don't know points. how you're gonna light they, up on this one no no this Deep is on the police no, no, it's a no, no, terrible no, no, slogan okay okay, okay. Terrible. No, 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 we're, moving topic. we're moving away from uh, other okay. talking points let's get back let's get back to the one issue that we were talking about my perspective is that they have every interest to fuck you Every single time mainstream media does because of don't their play into their trap. That's what you did in defending the corporate oligopoly structure that we have. This is who funds them. This is how uh, this is how people rise into positions of power in the media infrastructure. You've been a part of this already. Personally, you've seen it happen to you at MSNBC. So like there is no reason why uh, they're they're not looking at like magical trans people on Twitter and going, oh, that's it. Here's the reality. They're being crazy again. They're calling Jenk a Nazi. Yes, Those, they are. The, and the you're me- looking for any excuse. I agree with that. But then stop giving them excuses, which is the point you started. Okay. Stop playing the victim. Okay. <laughs> there is a, there's a, there's a major disagreement here. We are at odds. And but I, we're not at odds. You say don't talk about it. I say don't talk about it. Uh, we say, mm-hmm. you say you're, you're against the bill. I say I'm against the bill. You're for trans rights. I'm for trans rights. But, but my You're for is, trans rights, the is, comma. The same people with, with, that like, call transphobic also called with, me transphobic all with the terms. time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The difference is I don't uh, change my perspective at the end of the day, or, or even you're, you're for conditional trans rights. any fucking additional light, because who fucking cares? That's not for that's not equality. That's less oppression. Right and you keep pushing, and I think that it's very dangerous and very scary when uh, you get moved by uh, your base, your base of support that uh, you have worked tirelessly for twenty years and like building and solidifying turning on you and saying you're right wing now i think that that, that is didn't happen though it, like i agree with you it's 11 people on on twitter so our audience is just as gigantic as it's always been so you can go ahead and cry about it if you're among those 11 people uh so i'm not worried about that Haas, i gave it as a small example and i defund the police is a much larger example okay we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second are getting pigeonholed by mainstream media and, and republicans as radicals when in reality we are the overwhelming majority of the country, so we need to focus and get our messaging that. right. It's, and, it's, and that's why, like, that's why looking at a couple of random people and, and and greatly emphasizing the impact that they have, and even attributing their, and even attributing like 
the mainstream media's perspective shift on progressives when you and I both know that they never fucking gave a shit and they don't even need like a couple of random trans people to call you a transphobe to like uh, justify their hatred for progressives. Uh, like, it, okay, it, let's it, go to a larger. There's issue. no reason to talk about that now. Let's as far as, as far as like, uh, there was one other point that I wanted to make because it was. Oh, we were talking about state legislatures. This is really important. Please, I think that a broader Republican project, and I think you'll agree with me on this, has been that uh, they want to dismantle the power of the legislative body and then utilize the state legislatures where they know they have control due the gerrymandering. And, and ridiculous district maps where they can, even if they don't have popular support, even if they lose the majority of the votes, still maintain a majority in the House and the Senate, right? State House and State Senate. It's one of the most important and things in the country. Absolutely. And then there's a secondary side to this, though, because there is the judiciary. So they've also attacked, they've dismantled the legislative body. They have pushed their power uh, in undemocratic ways through the state legislatures and then also solidified that power and codified it by court packing, right? So they have this very open project within the Federalist Society all the way up to the Supreme Court of the United States where they have hyper-reactionary judges that they've placed in positions of power through appointments, right? So when you do that, there is no need for a democratic process, which is precisely the reason why saying that these Republicans are actually acting out the desires of their psychotic, bloodthirsty base when they're pushing for, uh, you know, trans bills that are getting passed in every single state legislature is objectively false. Yes. Why is it objectively false? Because one, Republicans have never cared about their base. Let's be fucking real. They just use the culture war issues as a way to like draw up support. Yes. But in reality, room. they just don't really give a shit about art. what the base wants. Uh, just cute if girls are. Thank you very much for the prime. I appreciate they that. They would have never in a million years allowed the, the uh, Roe v. Wade decision to be overturned because that was a much better way to just keep dangling in front of the most active base of support they have, white evangelical Protestants, and, and never actually... Uh, yeah, his zone's been on fire. Never actually push to actively dismantle Roe v. Wade and completely criminalize abortion in red states. That's why they have a major fuck-up right now, because they're suffering from their own success. So I don't think that pointing to state legislatures and bills that they've passed uh, to say, no, there is actually a decent amount of support for anti-trans legislation from the Republican base of support is correct, especially when all signs point to the opposite at the national party level, the Republican party is currently going through a crisis an identity crisis. They have capitulated to incredibly bloodthirsty psychotic fucking culture warriors for so long that they uh, end up, they end up leading like Ron DeSantis. Look, look at Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders. For what does she pass? Objectively passed? unpopular bills. Canceling wokeness. Okay, by utilizing banning the CRT, and then suffering the consequences on uh, the the uh, perception uh, in the national party. Yeah. So look. Yeah, allowing again, child labor. Can't forget with, that like, one. Let's break it down one by one. So it can be both, Haas. It can be that yeah, they've done the gerrymandering. Gerrymandering has done most of the work for them, and it made their seats. Uh, pretty much impenetrable. So if the Republican legislators do something, it doesn't necessarily mean that the voters of that state want it, for sure, right? But it can be that also 
the vicious end of the Republican base does want it. And the polling indicates that they do want it, right? And so, but the larger no. point here is... I, I don't agree. No, I don't no, think they're... No, no, I don't think they're... On, hold on, hold on. I don't Let think me th- be clearer. Because it depends. If you say, do you hate trans people? The answer is no in the polling for American people. They are in favor of trans rights. They are in favor of treating trans people in the same exact way about employment, uh, health care, et cetera, which is wonderful. And again, two-thirds of the country is progressive. Okay? So maybe don't so buy into right-wing culture war talking no. points when about trans about people. Military, no, these people are willing to don't, give don't their lives bring to this up country, uh, trans people in sports the way you do. So the American people don't are say inclusive language is actually erasing women. Those, those are helping them. But high school sports thing, right? And on that, I've seen the polling, and it's over 70% of Americans are on the side of banning them, right? Now, I'm on the other side. I'm, on the, I'm with the 30%. I leave the kids alone, right? It's not. It doesn't matter if your daughter was going to break a record or whatever. Just calm down. Stop checking the genitals of kids. You sickos, leave them alone, right? So, but having said that, what they're trying to do, Haas, and this is the oldest trick in the book, and they did this in the back in the 1980s, is they, they dig until they find something unpopular, and they make Democrats or the left wing attack them on it. So, for example, flag burning. So flag burning, everybody knows it's protected by the First Amendment. They know it's protected by the First Amendment. But they want to make it seem like we hate America and we hate the American flag and we all want to burn it. So they contrive this bullshit issue. Okay, so then stop buying into this shit. You can't be like, this is an issue for progressives and it doesn't win elections. Like, what issue? Oh, you know, trans people in sports. And it's like... You're buying into the fucking right-wing narrative then. Because there is no progressive person who is distinctly using that as the key part of their platform, even amongst trans politicians who are doing that. This is a right-wing talking point. This is a culture war talking point. This is something that they have found a wedge issue in, and it's their new entry point. When they don't find that one or it stops working because people evolve, learn more, the zeitgeist moves, they become less racist, less sexist, less homophobic, all that kind of shit, they find a new talking point. You don't see them talking about how all gay people have AIDS anymore. They sure were in the fucking 80s, but they've moved on since then. They found new wedge issues to go after the queer community or marginalize people on a regular basis. And if all of a sudden they're like, well, uh, these wacky leftists are saying that we have to erase women. We can't call women women. We have to call them birthing people. Then yeah, that's going to help them out because no, no one is saying that on the other side. On the other side, they're like, inclusive language is good. You should say that the right wing right now are going after women. They're trying to remove the bodily autonomy of half the population. Women comma and people who give birth i'm not trying to take away or erase womanhood in that process no not at all this is just inclusive language you can find that out on tyt in an eight like eight month old video they talk about this in detail bonus holes or whatever the fuck like yes some psychotic weirdo british person uh came up with two years ago daily mail two fucking years ago uh if you are even pushing that discourse as though this is like real and and applied and and, and genuinely a threat to democracy because it's something that everyone is like forcing you at gunpoint to utilize, then all of a sudden you are a culture warrior, whether you admit it or not, because these issues yes. are distractions and they're stupid as fuck and that nobody should even talk about it, let alone amplify it. I'll take it one step further, though. There is one other issue here, and that is the Democratic Party. The Demo- what do reactionaries do? They have no agenda, right? They have no agenda. They react and they try to claw back civil liberties. That's their goal. And if the Democratic Party is not actually pushing, okay, if the Democratic Party is not actually pushing material realities to change in a positive way and giving something to the Republicans to react to, right, to fight against, then all of a sudden 
that the the reactionaries are leading the discourse. Yeah. And that is the problem, which is why whenever issues like this come up, because listen, I have a very dynamic stream. People come in here all the time. They say uh, a million different things and they want me to address it or they want me to talk about it. I am very terse, very strict about like whenever someone comes in and they're like, address what Anna said or address what Jenks said. I'm like, no, nah, fuck off. I don't care. Shut the fuck up. We're talking about real issues. Okay. So, but by I, the way, that's almost exactly what we said. And everybody called us Nazis. No so one called you a Nazi. Folks. Stop saying that. So look, that. guys, first of all, let's just be clear on everything. Okay. So number one, I fight for trans rights. I have for 21 years. And what are you no doing? So what are you, you, what are you, like what it, are you, you doing here? What, what are you saying? What? So, and I just told you all that you're actually 99% identical to the most extreme trans right activists, right? So we have a microscopic difference. So somebody asked me about it. I say it once. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Then, and then a giant. No, Jake, then stop giving fuel. Stop giving fuel to the fire. You are repeating the culture war talking points. Nazi. Okay, so I'm like, I ignore it, I ignore it, I ignore it. And then they just keep going, and so, I don't give a shit. They could do whatever they want, okay. but then don't pretend that I brought it up. No, you brought it up, and you made it a giant issue, and you're the one hurting the progressive cause and the trans rights cause. We win on every goddamn issue on trans rights. Why are you going and dying on the hill that no one agrees with you on? You're going to ruin trans rights on other issues, okay. we're going to lose because you're being so extreme. And then every ally you have, you're like, nope, nope. I'm going to be more pure than them. So I'm going to burn their bridge down. That's, I don't want any allies. Okay. okay, well then don't have any allies. Okay, if, if both of our goals are aligned and we are interested in coalition building and actually fighting for justice, okay, there's two different things to do here. One is try to engage in purges and try to say... This purity spiral is self-defeating, which I agree with you on. 100%. Or the other thing is to just stay the course and just let people chirp into the void and never give them an ounce of pushback. Because why? Every single if if people are looking for class, if people are looking for okay, no, that's not a get yeah, out of here. So situation. here I'll tell you exactly this is very what important happens. Because no, I, this is really important because you know why. <laughs> so Haas, so every time we say any little thing. All the other uh, streamers and stuff, these uh, come in and go, oh, we're better than the Young Turks. We're better than the Young Turks. We agree with you 200%. They're such monsters. And they clutch their pearls and stuff, and etc. And then we go, okay, guys, we said, a, but hold on. We said a tiny thing. You guys said this nuclear reaction. Okay, say another tiny thing. It was the fucking opposite, by the way, because I know I'm one of the people at the center of this controversy. It, it, every single person, you know, David Dole, the Rational National, every single person, they said it in the nicest possible terms. Everyone was responding. You can The receipts are still online. You can look at them on Twitter. Every single person is like, deeply respect all the work that you've done with the Justice Democrats. Or like, yeah, by the way, just so you know, this this isn't actually, no one is demanding that women no longer be called women. That That's not an actual issue. That's an issue being fabricated by the far right. It's about inclusive language. Here's a video of uh, Anna Kasparian saying these very talking points, you know, eight months ago? Parts here. One, um, you've immediately uh, ascribed to, uh, you know, bad faith uh, yes. arguments to these people. You're like, yes, they're cloud operated. do. Okay. So <laughs> one, that he might not be the case. There might be genuine disagreements. That's number one. But at, at which point you think, well, you know better than them, right? Um, no, I'm, they could disagree. Okay. I okay. don't give a shit okay, about but Listen, listen, listen. But like, okay. But okay, even but if, if they, they are bad me, faith, I'm going to call them Nazis. Okay, even if they are bad faith. No one called right? you a Nazi. Even if they're bad faith. 
Then what the fuck are you doing giving them more clout? I don't. No. I don't say no, anything. And no. then they do 200 shows no, about it. doesn't it, matter. And then pretend I'm the one saying it. It doesn't so matter. So I got to, hey, can we agree that all the other, uh, like Lance or whatever the fuck <laughs> their names are. No. Well, no, no. They should all shut the fuck up then. Okay, right? Right? Because that's dude, what you're saying. Dude. Why are you making a big issue out of it? Because I only said it for one minute. They said it for 200 minutes. Why don't they shut the fuck up? Oh, my God. I'm going to lose my mind. I don't, under I don't even understand what we're disagreeing about. So we agree 99% on the issue. And we agree I think the major, 99% the, that it's yeah. not a major issue. And people are making a okay. big deal out of it. I think, I think the, the uh, anger that people feel... Towards that sort of thing, I inevitably derives monitor. from offering any fucking light to that conversation, especially when you understand that it is just like bullshit talking points that have been focus tested and and being brought up. The moment that you give it any validity, okay, and now I'm not even talking about like let's talk about a general I, thing. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking. I'm not even talking about like you know talking to uh, other leftist people or like defending your positions or whatever. I'm talking about how deeply and undesirably unproductive it is to offer any amount of consideration <laughs> to literally uh, 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 talking points that are cooked up in a fucking laboratory about 0.1% of the fucking population. As they, as they do 200 shows back to back. There are a million streamers. And, are you and telling them? There are a million streamers that have not only said things about you, but have said things about <laughs> me as well. There's a difference between uh, you and I, though, because no matter what happens, when people do write those uh, things or people do say those things about me, I've learned the hard way not to give it any credence. I'm over 9,000! Fucking course. And ultimately, fucking if people have made up their minds that I am a transphobic person, then that's, yeah, GG's. There's nothing I can do about that. If people think that I'm bad on racial issues or if I'm a misogynistic person, then there's nothing that I can change about their perspective. They are un entirely no too malleable, which is why I have assumed positions on... I so got under his, his thing. Well, you know why? It's because of my signature phrase. You all know me, right? I was like, yeah, jank. Ho, ho, ha, ha. I'm so pure. Oh, look at me clutch my pearls. I'm so pure. Ho, ho. Once again. It's <laughs> because I fucking ignore it. Because I know that it is unproductive. That's it. Yeah. And, and the second thing I will say, and this is something that I try to talk to my audience about quite frequently, is that... Being a progressive is not about having black people or trans people hype you up all the fucking time. There are going to be plenty of moments yeah, that where you are going matter. to be at odds with activists. Hassan is on be fire. Moments where you Hon have disagreements. Honestly, this might be my favorite Hassan debate ever because of how fucking patient he's being and not letting points get away from him and just like pausing and then being like, "Okay, we before we move on, we have to get down to this." Just and then just seeing the cycle of him continuously blaming, like, "Oh, they'll call me a Nazi." I, I, I never once called him a Nazi. Never once. Because and and I don't think I made a good enough. Uh, case for this distinction and I want to be way clear there's a difference between randos in the world that care about this issue whether they agree with me or disagree with me or they have or they heard the wrong thing about me By the or, way, or they have heard the right thing and they still think this guy's a Republican and I hate him no problem I never okay? called you a Republican and 
media figures, streamers, etc. Those guys Lance. are <laughs> largely scorpions. And, and, and it's because the incentives and disincentives create scorpions. Because when you attack someone else, you get into the algorithm loop on YouTube, mainly YouTube, but in some other places as well, and you try to get attention. So they don't even know, I hope they don't know, a lot of them, that they're do, uh, doing it on purpose. I hope they're not doing it on purpose, but probably some of them are, right? But they think like, no, this is really important. I have to correct the record by attacking the Young Turks. Oh, look at that, my views went up. What a wonderful coincidence. I'm gonna do it again and again and again. And this is not just about radical left. Are you crazy? No way. The, the right wing started this. Why does Steven Crowder dress up as me? Yeah, right? I, I was about to say, listen, right? Listen, but you're- So why did Jimmy Dore attack me like a n nut job? Why did Sargon of Akkad go back like 15 partially, years? Partially Why because... Why did Sam Harris... Why did all of them attack us? Partially you because you YouTube, respond. We're the largest. Partially because you respond. It's called getting farmed. Trust me, I know from personal experience what that's like. I, uh, you know, for a very long time, I got farmed like a motherfucker, okay? Because, just like you, perhaps because I am uh, also uh, as stubborn as you are, I couldn't shut the fuck up anytime there was like any error. Okay. Whenever someone said, um, uh, this is what Hassan believes or whatever the fuck, I immediately rushed to correct the record, thinking that there was good faith discussion to be had. Now, out of the people that are actually criticizing you, there are people who I uh, uh, do like, who I do appreciate. I'm not going to get into that part of the conversation because I feel like that's going to uh, blow no, a lid in this. It's going to make you blow a gasket. But the reality is that ultimately, if you want to have a, a productive, uh, if you want to have a productive and successful coalition, you just can't. <laughs> I like the people that saying win, out, Lance. Okay? You, you can't. No, I'm, I'm good with even it. If, even if they Look, say. I was super clear. You like what we're saying? You come to the young truce. If you don't like it and you want super radical weirdos, there's like a million See, but, shows but for you. That's what you're doing. Like you're, you're already, you're casting everyone else in a bad light. Don't even talk about it. Don't even bring it up. That's okay. it. Okay, so I know. I've been punched in the face 200 times, when you, and I'm not allowed to punch back. Exactly, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, you get it. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. That's what being fucking progressive is. Okay? <laughs> if someone on your side is punching you, you ultimately turn around and say, I don't give a fuck. It's fine, because the real motherfucker whose face I have to punch is out there that actually holds on to all levers of power. Because while we're fucking arguing about the minutia of your perspective on trans issues, or whenever like uh, uh, you, you choose to, to uh, engage in like any kind of reactionary framing of an issue, there are actual fucking people out there who are making everyone's lives actively worse. So why the fuck would I ever care about what some dumbass fucking YouTuber has to say when Ben Shapiro is, again, stealing our fucking lunch money and doing whatever the fuck is necessary to keep propagandizing every fucking awful position that makes people's lives worse. Right. That's why I fucking cover Ben Shapiro every day, by the way, you dumb cocksuckers in here who fucking think like, oh, why does the song talk about Ben Shapiro all the time? That's why. Because he's the fucking bad guy. You will never see me fucking ag agree with Ben Shapiro or Steven Crowder or any of those fucking bullshit charlatans out there because those are the fucking bad guys. I don't give a fuck if people call me transphobic or racist or whatever the fuck. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stray away from my my point of view, but more importantly, and I don't think you do either, but there's this one issue that you and I have, there's one disagreement, there's one difference that you and I have, 
You spend entirely too much time thinking about all the people on your side who fucking hate you, okay? Who, who say you're bad and wrong, even if it's a misunderstanding. Don't even fucking clear it up. It doesn't matter. People will see where you are genuinely coming from when you keep saying the same shit that you're saying that you've He's said for 20 now. fucking years. That's it, okay? A lot of people yelled at me during the fucking Hogwarts uh, drama. Uh, there were every, every trans content creator on Twitter yelled at me, okay, and said, you're a fucking... A piece of shit. You're transphobic. Oh, what? You I just want to issue a small correction here. Like, a lot of people in the best of faith spoke about this issue. Jesse Gender is a really good example. She made a video on it. She explained in the friendliest terms and was really nice and respectful and just said nothing but praise for Hassan because she's, like, obviously a big fan like everyone else. Um, there, was, there was a lot of really good faith criticism. That is making money off of it and instead use it to, to fundraise or, or uh, uh, you know, push the issue further. Everybody yelled at me, said that that was incredibly transphobic. What the fuck did I do? I shut the fuck up. I said, you guys are wrong, but it doesn't matter. History will absolve me. It did. Who gives a shit? The game fucking sucked. Right-wingers like Ben Shapiro made commentary on it saying that Hassan is terrified of, of trans people in his own audience, and that's why he also has to capitulate to the trans people in his own audience, when if I wanted to capitulate, I would have never said uh, anything about Hogwarts whatsoever, and I would have just stayed the course and never played it and said, yes, it's a transphobic fucking game. But I didn't do that because I'm a stubborn piece of shit. I yelled at the people and I moved on. Many of those people who thought I was transphobic in that fucking fervor have uh, come to the realization that they were maybe wrong. A lot of people don't want to admit that they're wrong, especially when tensions are fucking high. It doesn't matter. They finally quietly come to that conclusion that you were, uh, that you were on if they truly do believe that you are uh, uh, genuinely on their side. That's it. So just make your work speak for itself. You don't have to constantly fucking yell about uh, random trans people online. And yes, that's what being the bigger progressive uh, media person uh, it, it revolves around. You have to do that. That's yeah. it. All right, look, I'm going to take your advice. Let's move on because it's a microscopic issue. There you go. So Let's talk about uh, defund the police listen, now. Okay, so the overall issue... That <laughs> and we before we do that, there's two I, uh, I got to run the three-minute ad break real quick and I'm going to pee, but you can keep going. Oh, shit. No, if you're going to run an ad break, run an ad break. No, 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 I did already, but people can still watch because there's 56,000 subscribers in here, 56,000 strong, uh, so most people can are not seeing the ads. All right, go ahead. Oh, whoever gifted me a, a sub to Hassan's channel, thanks. I appreciate the gifted subs. And anyone who's watching right now, if you have an extra dollar to spare, gift a sub to somebody. They might like it. And also, if you have Prime, connect it to your account. You can uh, subscribe for free. It helps support the channel. It costs you nothing. And that's only if you have Prime. Don't sign up for Prime. Uh, Amazon's not a great company. I do stream on it, but uh, anyways, yeah. Um, so far, uh, fucking, yeah, uh, the, amazing to see. I'd say the only point I've disagreed with Hassan on so far is is still re-invoking the Hogwarts legacy. Uh, I wasn't people, someone who was calling him transphobic for wanting to stream it uh i was simply uh agreeing with the statement that with any civil rights movement uh specifically uh you know i'm not trans i'm cis and if you know the vast majority of a community saying hey by the way we want things on our own terms yes like the liberty of any marginalized group has to come on their own terms it can't come from an oppressive group i'm the oppressor i'm cis uh so that's why i was like all right i i, I agree with this not that i actually wanted to play Hogwarts. that was an easy one for me i wasn't i wasn't going to play it anyway so i didn't actually like have to be like oh god i can't play the 
wizard game. But otherwise, fucking beautiful. Amazing to see him calling out Jank on all of this bullshit. It is a complete lie and fabrication that I called Jank a Nazi in 200 plus videos. Uh, I, I did uh, what I, I'm, I said then what I'm saying right now. I stand by that, yes, inclusive language is good. No one was saying the term woman has to be erased and that you can't call women women. No one was saying that. No one. No, no one on the leftist mafia. Uh, fucking Oliami wasn't saying that. We weren't saying that. We were saying inclusive language is good, actually. I I know you agree with that. You had the exact same talking points eight months ago. Well, sorry, Anna did in a separate video. It's a right-wing fucking culture war bullshit point to try and bring up the fact that at the Clean end of the day, the hey, uh, there, there's, uh, you know, uh, they're trying to erase the term woman and turn us into birthing persons. And it's like, no, it's women, comma. And people who give birth. That's it. It takes nothing away. If you don't want to say it, you don't have to. But no one is saying this is like the ultimate issue of our time and weird ass shit like that. Yeah, or the bonus hole one. The bonus hole one, if anyone doesn't know, it started two fucking years ago because of a pamphlet that was given out. And then the right took that pamphlet and then weaponized it two years later by fucking Ollie London, the extreme racist, by the way. Um, Ollie London's the one who's like, yeah, now they're saying that, like, uh, apparently you can't even refer to a vagina as a vagina. It has to be called uh, fucking bonus hole. And it's like, no, no one is advocating for that. No, no one amongst the LGBTQ plus community is like, all right, so the top tier concern is not the Republican fucking bills that are being passed to try and limit fucking autonomy and, and civil rights it's it's this 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 is what it all comes down to uh let me just quickly give a thank you uh thank you so much to berserk uh berserk jizerk for gifting uh this one a free sub appreciate you impression of who you are as a movement mm -hmm. and so and whenever i talk to people who are in favor of defunding the police very first thing they usually say is, no, I don't really mean defund the police. Then why did you call it that? So what, don't what, call it that at all. What call would you what else. would you message it as? So look, it depends on what you're trying to do. So for example, and I believe in as I think you but we do have real substantive disagreements too, but I believe in criminal justice reform. I believe the cops are training is completely wrong. They're taught only protect yourselves. Don't worry about the citizens, etc. Are there racial issues? Of course there are. Are there class issues? Of course they are. So I, I would want massive reform, and I would want the messaging to be around reform, which the great majority of Americans actually agree with. Again, two-thirds of the country is progressive. They agree with us. Don't drive them away with bad messaging, okay? Right. When people hear defund the police, they hear there's not going to be any cops, and they panic. And, and so... And it's not just white folks that panic. It's not just right-wingers that panic. Ilhan Omar almost Ooh, lost her seat in a primary. Because 78% of African-Americans oh, in her subscription. Spectacular Snyder, man. Thank you so much for the tier one subscription. If it's the same account, by the way, who does all that activism on Twitter, uh, you do great work fucking going after all these racist-ass white supremacist baddies like the quarter and shit. Her fucking job. Is that good? That's actually Is that really better? good, and I talk about that all the time. Okay, listen. Here's the issue, though. Right? With defund the police. As far as messaging goes and as far as optics goes, you yourself have uh, basically created an argument that uh, you are not uh, that you are not using in this situation. You said the media is all too powerful in manipulating public consciousness and they can change people's attitudes for the better, even if it's uh, entirely at odds with the material realities and the oppressive constructs built on top of those material realities. If that is the case then optics issues are simply an issue caused by the media not pushing the message enough. Is that what you're saying? So if in a future where MSNBC is truly progressive, that they could just be like, no, defund the police is actually Clean fucking super sweet. Uh, let's go forward. Do you think people would be on board with it?
No, uh, uh, because it's mixed. Puck, so yes, Pucky Luck. Thank you for the prime. The Thanks for using your prime. I appreciate important. it. So if you had the message of kill all people, uh, that would not work well, even if MSNBC pushed it to ad nauseum, right? Uh -huh. And defund the police is such a fundamentally you think, wrong you think framing. Defund, you think defund the police is... is a message as aggressive no, and no, as wrong as, like, kill all people. No. I gave an extreme example, so <laughs> okay. not all examples are the same, but I think defund the police is almost as bad a message as you could possibly find because it get, leaves the impression that there will be no police, no safety, no security, and it freaks people the fuck out. That's a fact, and it's shown in every poll. Okay. Uh, defund the police means what? Reallocate some of these ballooning police budgets to social safety nets and social programs because that's where crime starts, and that's the best mechanism to combat certain types of crime, at the very least. Okay, so that's where we get into substance. So you don't agree with the policy, not just the optics. Let's let, let's just clarify that. Yeah. So now the optics, I one hundred percent disagree. When it comes to policy, it's much more nuanced. And by the way, if people don't like nuance, then you're not going to like me at all. Because uh, you're oh, no, I want a black and white world. I want everything to be extreme. No, I'm not that guy. So where does the nuance come in? So if you say to me, should we reform the police, reform the training? Obviously, as I said earlier, I say yes, right? Say, um, let's reallocate cool some story. of the uh, funding, social services, to keep the same amount of money, but move some of it from cops. <laughs> I don't think they should keep services. the same amount of money. Okay, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. Some of it to social services because they can handle X better. I'm open to that. I'm totally open to that. Okay. Um, so it's a semantics difference. You're saying like keep the same no, amount no, of money, no, 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 but no. don't. It's, do it's a branding difference. Like that's that's really what it gets down to, and that's a wild thing to be like. And the problem is just the idea: defund the police, abolish the the prison system. These these are losing issues. It's like okay, so if we get down to fundamentally, do you agree with some of the policies that the abolition movement wants? It's like yes, absolutely. So once again, isn't this what you are accusing like uh, the other groups of doing as well? You know, like you, you simply don't like the, the branding of it. Fine. Uh, in, in, in fixing uh, some of the pervasive problems, uh, you don't agree with that. No, no. So look, so here's what happened. So if you had asked me that a couple of years ago, I probably would have agreed with that. And then we, we did in some places reallocate some of the money or cut some of the money. And so it's a little bit misleading in uh, places like Washington, D.C., because they took from one budget and put, moved it to another budget, et cetera. But the bottom line is they did lose a number of cops in a bunch of cities, okay? They lost raw number of cops. Yeah, they and, died to COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. look, there was a lot of factors. That's what happened. Including what cops not doing their job, yep, to COVID. which I'll get to in a second. It was but the biggest cop killer that, that year. Less cops, but that's not what the is, main problem. But that was one of the contributing problems that led to more crime. Now, other things that I agreed with now have created issues. So, for example, no cash bail, okay? I was totally in favor of no cash bail because it's, I totally get the argument. I've, I, I, I was the one putting forward that argument of, hey, a rich guy and a poor guy does the same crime. Rich guy gets out on bail. Poor guy can't get out on bail. That's totally unfair, right? But what wound up happening is recidivism is a massive part of crime, and so when we did no cash bail, yes, there are a number of guys who are down on their luck, you know, high, whatever. There's a fat number of factors. And when we did no cash bail for them, they just went out and did more crime, more crime, more crime, more crime, more crime. And it became a real significant problem. Uh, and so when I look at it, At a certain it, point, I, I got to cut you off because you've, you've made a couple points that I definitely disagree with. Right. So, but I'm, let me just button it up this way. Okay. And there's other factors. But... 
My point is, let's be open to how do we get to the right reform so we have justice and they don't beat up black guys for no reason, they don't beat up homeless people for no reason, they don't shoot people for no reason, but at the same time have a reasonable policy where we protect the citizens. Okay, great. So uh, I've said this before. I'm not an abolitionist in the sense that, like, I don't believe that uh, there is no necessity for a, a group of people, whether it's democratically organized or not, that will uh, maintain the presence of law and order, but also solve crimes uh, and, and, you know, do what police are theoretically supposed to do, protect and serve the community, protect and serve the people. Um, in the United States of America, uh, throughout the history of the United States of America, I do not believe that the police force or whatever it was originally in its original inceptions, whether in the North they were uh, the, the guys who were supposed to protect commerce in shipyards or slave catchers in the South, have ever done that. They've always been protecting and serving the interests of capital. So that's definitely, uh, that's definitely an issue that I have. I want to see um, him answer that. Like, what having said that, that, however, you brought up a couple different points that I disagree with. Uh, in terms of defund he's, the police, he's not running, uh, and also he's, he, he's uh, considering about to run. How he hasn't announced less it, police have caused more crime, and crime has like exploded in cities and whatnot. Um, a contributing factor. Uh, I I do not believe that in the slightest. I do believe that what is known as the blue flu has created a lot of issues that police are supposed to theoretically solve which they never really have done a good job with. If you look at their clearance rates, you will realize that, okay? But uh, beyond that, it's gotten even worse than, uh, than it was before because these are the most selfish, the most lazy, the most entitled, gigantically, uh, insanely violent, uneducated uh, paramilitary group that you could have ever fucking put together, and all of their ineptitude... And criminal negligence is constitutionally protected. They have no right to fucking... They have no duty to actually have to protect you. Uh, they, they can shoot you if they uh, perceive you to be a threat when you're running away. All of these things have been protected by the Supreme Court. The real reason is because police are supposed to be a violent brigade uh, uh, that will defend and protect the interests of capital when push comes to shove. That is the reason why they are uh, the way that they are. Okay. The, the idea that, uh, you know, uh, their, their funding is fine and that their, their numbers are diminishing and that's what actually is like a, a real gigantic problem for crime is, in my opinion, a historical and, uh, and completely incorrect. They have gotten more money year over year, including in the defund the police years, where not a single fucking precinct with, I believe, one exception. It might have been Minneapolis, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? Not a single fucking precinct actually had diminished resources or diminished funds. As a matter of fact, they got more money, and they got the most amount of money in comparison to all of the other amenities that the local governments are suppo supposed to offer. The Los Angeles Police Department... The Los Angeles Police Department gets... Uh, costs tax, taxpayers $8 million a day to operate, okay? And what is that operation? Fucking uh, not doing shit when a, a robbery is happening in front of them, okay? Now, if you ask them, they'll say, it's because you don't want me to be violent. You made this, you made me this way. You, you don't want me to stop the crime, so I'm not doing it. They're like petulant little fucking children, okay, who refuse to do the fucking job that 
they are supposed to do. They have the best fucking workplace protections. They basically live in like a like a social democracy. They're the only they're the only individuals in society that have like fat pension programs and and permanent job security. And then on top of that, what is their job? Is to be able to fucking shoot people if they want to and get away with it. It's fucking insane. Okay, okay. so it, it's nuts. The the it, the entire structure is fundamentally broken. Okay. And, there's, and that is by design. They are supposed to be that way. They are supposed to operate that way because when push comes to shove, when, when you know, people are rioting in the streets or whatever, okay, uh, when, when the inherent contradictions become ever-present and, and people start to react to that in either direction, okay, whether it's like reactionary uh, activity, uh, three percenters and the like, or whether it's like, uh, people fucking throwing Molotov cocktails or whatever because they're losing their minds at the reality that they have no economic prospects and it feels like the 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 their their lives are getting progressively shittier. Okay, they will sit there and they will put their fucking police force in rich neighborhoods and protect those people and ensure that storefronts are not damaged. So uh, there's actually a lot I agree with you on. Uh, uh, the main difference is that I think all those factors contribute, whereas you think the, the, the biggest factor is the cops basically not doing their job slash their job was always misdirected in the first place, right? So I don't disagree with you on that at all. I just think that that's a big part of the equation, but not the whole equation. So, and I'll give you a couple of examples from, uh, from uh, LA to give you a sense of what I think are the issues. So in terms of the funding or the number of cops, I think that is a factor. You don't think it's a factor, but I actually think it's a relatively small factor. If that was the case, so, then policing would have gotten better year hold, over hold year on, when, as on, their funds on, grew, me, oh, right? Hold hold. And, and so, by the way, though, hold on. Don't make that argument, Huss, because crime, got, crime statistics got way better throughout the years as police uh, budgets did get larger, right? So that doesn't really help your argument. Now, but I, I don't think it's that simple either. I don't think it was just the police budgets. No, there was a lot of different things that happened with crime that made crime go lower, including, by the way, lead in the walls and the paints and the, and the cars. I was so about to say, I'm glad that you role. at least brought up the lead uh, uh, point because uh, crime has globally gone down yeah. Yeah, in uh, areas absolutely. where police budgets... Absolutely. In areas where police budgets know, have not gone cause. up as high as the United States of America. Yeah, I'm just pointing out that it's, it doesn't help your cause to say that the budgets have gone as up. As police budgets have ballooned in the United States, so has the carceral state. To the point now where the United States has more prisoners than any other country in human history. That's, like, that's the reality. It's 1% of the population. That I'm going to tell you. But it's also because of some of the laws that we passed. And so now, some very violent crimes are misdemeanors. And they should not be misdemeanors. Because misdemeanors get pled down to nothing. Felonies get pled down to misdemeanors. Misdemeanors get pled down to nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, So no one's talking about that. What you, that what is it, a what giant crimes, part of the problem. What crimes are you talking some about? sexual assaults are misdemeanors. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's insane. It's totally insane. So The guy in New York subway took, uh, uh, took a dump and smeared it on a woman's face. And that was a misdemeanor. How is that a misdemeanor? Are you insane? Okay. Okay, so, okay, look. And, and maybe some mistakes were made there, and they should have made some of those things misdemeanors. And that's exactly my point. It, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and you don't have to go to extremes and say, we should only focus on one or the other, right? But now I'll give you an anecdote that uh, is an example of the type of thing that happens. So I have a neighbor who's... Uh, By the way, we... We're not operating under the principle that, like, New York, the New York Police Department, or 
uh, the New York court structure or New York in general, currently led by a cop mayor, is in any way, shape, or form like engaging in police abolition, right? Or no, defunding the police. No, but... Because it, it is more expensive to run the NYPD than, like, multiple countries' military. Yeah, I don't think the budget is the It's almost half our military budget so, in Canada. Uh, okay. So let me give you that But anecdote. you used the poop example to, you know... No, no, that example was not about budgeting What was the poop that example? example was, I missed that one. If that's the a misdemeanor, example. it gets played down to nothing. So uh-huh. we have to make sure the serious crimes are felonies. Okay. okay. By the way, so you and I do agree on NYPD not being underfunded, but if you ask the NYPD, they are the most underfunded. Oh, of course, they're always going to say that. I, okay. Look, are you so, kidding me? So they're lying. So okay. here, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get to that in a second. Of course, they're lying. Of course, they are. The, uh, so, it's not, what am I trust? Do I just trust cops? No way. So let me explain. So I have a neighbor. We we wound up having some. Uh, Deranged person. Also, that guy street. was charged with felonies, apparently. The poop man. Okay. So, good. I'm happy that he was, but, you know, there's... So, so the question so, so the question in that situation, though, is... Like, but originally, he was let go. I don't know. So, man, we have sorry. To, like, so what is the poop That's man? an example. There are many, many examples, but let's, you know, if you want to dive into that one and see what well, went you, wrong it's your why anecdote. he was let go, so that's great. Let's find out why he no, was no. let go, because he definitely, definitely, definitely should not have been let go. Okay, so you, so you brought up an anecdote. So that was like, about cash bail. So, you're, so he you're got out because there's no cash sir. bail, right? Okay, got it. Um, to eliminate so cash bail, bail was cash bail was important uh, to talk about as well, which is really, really, really important, especially with the conditions in Rikers uh, as the way that they are. One yeah, reason yeah, I'll get why. To that. Hold on, one, can I just tell the story because it informs okay, but the I rest of the to, conversation. I, I didn't think that I had to fact check you on something, but like, <laughs> of course, we're gonna have to it cut through for a second. You know what I mean? Okay, so what? Why was he like? Oh, was it cash bail or a felony misdemeanor issue? Because it was definitely one of them. I, I don't know why he was let go. Okay, you're the that one who brought it up. Like I did not know. Times. If I if I misremembered and it was twelve or nine, okay, correct it. No big deal. I'm happy to okay. have whatever it was corrected. But there's a million examples of like okay. uh, Can just I, like that. The reason why cash bail and all of these kinds of uh, I guess supposedly progressive uh, uh, implementations are happening is not because people have George Soros-backed district attorneys that want to undermine the American criminal justice system, it is out of necessity because of how draconian the American criminal justice system is that we simply do not have enough space in our carceral state that currently houses, chains, 25% of the entire population's incarcerated population, despite America being only 4% of the world's entire population. We have an overpopulation and overcrowding problem in our prison system, and that problem didn't happen overnight. It did not materialize, materialize out of nowhere. It happened with centuries of having the most draconian outlook on crime and punishment and refusing to analyze the structural issues that cause crime, the, the poverty cycle, the cycle of poverty and violence. That is why we are now at a situation where our prison population, our, our prisons are filled to the fucking brim, and uh, the and alternative racism. is what? Like building more prisons, I guess, instead of trying to push for a different way of, of trying to solve the underlying reasons as to why crime and mental disorder manifest in the public. That is my argument. Yeah. No. So listen, um, when you, 
if you say we imprison way too many people, I 100% agree. So now, but then you've got to break it down. So why did we imprison too many people, 80s, 90s, 2000s, et cetera? Because we had insane drug laws, that marijuana possession was a very serious crime, right? And we filled the jails with people uh, There's one other reason. marijuana. There's one other reason. What's that? There's a material reason for it. Slavery. Yeah, I got you. So, and we build private prisons. The private prisons fund the politicians. Not, All that no, no, is no. Private true. prisons are a, a, a minor, even though they are like objectively one of the most cruel and inhumane things that you could do that like Europeans look to and go, what the fuck? You guys have that? Like you guys capitalize and, and profit off of the existence of fucking prisons? Like that's nuts. Uh, that's that's a that's a small part of the of the puzzle, small part of the conversation. So the but, state but, prison uh, structure also relies on uh, slavery as a form of punishment. And but Haas, Haas, okay. I I first of all, I think that the prisons were far too many, uh, and were, we were imprisoning too many people, and mainly on drug charges. And yes, there are nefarious other reasons that you point out, I point out, private prisons, you point out slavery. And yes, slavery is there. real. They make them work for a dollar or less. Per day, which is ridiculous. I, I, I know and and fight against all of that. Jenks said, get your having, money up, not your funny up. You say, get your money up to the fucking, uh, to the prison system, you know? Pay these motherfuckers more. So, uh, <laughs> okay. But look, but at the end of the day, what is it that we're p- putting people in prison for? If you say just generically, okay, let's have less people in prison. That doesn't make any sense. What, okay, should we let out murderers, rapists? Of course not, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is, what should people go to prison for? So we we all agree they should not go to prison for marijuana possession. That's insane, right? But we all agree that they should go to prison for murder and, and rape and, and and the horrible crimes. Louisiana. So now we might disagree around the around the edges, but those are important edges, right? And so now when uh, say the prisons are awful, I totally agree. I don't know why we allow for the prisons to be disgusting, right? And in how they treat people, the solitary confinement. I mean, we, uh, we so, it, it, so the we average existence pr- of a, a poor person in America is disgusting. Why the fuck would they care about prisoners on top of that? No, Nobody but cares. what we do in the prisons is beyond uh, yeah, of inhumane. Course. And of course. so for, like there's all the jokes like, aha, you're going to go to prison. You're going to get raped. Why, why is that a funny? Why is that a thing that we think is normal? No, That's rape a- is not normal. Have people We're having, a very going to prison now. and getting raped is not normal. That's insane, right? Mm-hmm. So do we need massive reform of the prisons? Yes. Do we actually need to spend more money to make those uh, prisons bearable? And I don't mean just give it to the guards. I don't mean just give it to the warden. I mean actually make the prisons bearable. And we know that that creates less crime. Look at Norway. Recidivism is much lower in Norway, and they have much more humane prisons. So... Reasonable people agree, progressives agree, the great majority of the country agrees, but yet our goddamn politicians won't do it. So those are great places to start. Okay. When you get to the issue of cash bail, Haas, I was in favor of it, but now it, it clearly shows that there's a problem with recidivism. So can we agree, hey, you get no cash bail on the first can one. I, can I okay? say something? But on the second one, if you still if you do another crime, you want to do it then two- you need cash to get out of sorry then you need bail because you're you are so it's incorrigible. still disproportionately you're more and more crimes will hurt the poor. and i'm not gonna let you do that i'm not gonna let you brutalize the citizens because it's not fair it's not just so you agree with the policy the you just want okay one extra hold on hold on uh this is important because uh 
let's walk through some stuff here because last time you were here, you brought up some talking points that were just, I, I was fundamentally at odds with, and, and this is another issue of disagreement, a point of contention. Okay. So as far as cash bail goes, okay. Um, the, the, Walk me through what you think happens in that structure. Like, do you think that someone goes up and, in front of a judge and they're like a habitual reoffender, and the judge just goes, oh, there's no cash fail, so you're released? Do you think that's what happens? Uh, unfortunately, a great amount of times that is what happens. Yes. Okay. No, it's not a great amount of times where that happens. It does certainly happen, though. I'm not going to say that it doesn't, but this is, in many respects... The classic Michael Dukakis uh, moment where uh, crime is a hot button issue and it invokes a lot of passion out of people. So anecdotes work really well in comparison to actual empirical evidence. The problem with cash bail is not, uh, is not that like people just keep stealing cars. You can give me a thousand examples overall of being like, this guy's a carjacker and he got released immediately and he jacked another car, right? Ultimately, the data does not show that uh, uh, these people are becoming repeat offenders. And what you are describing, what you are describing is an issue within the criminal justice system with a singular judge or maybe some judges that fuck up every now and then. Because ultimately, if someone is a habitual reoffender, the job of the judge that you are uh, bringing up is to say... No dog, you're you're a poop guy. You're you're the guy. I'm sorry. You you've you've smeared too much poop. Like this is your second time doing it's my this. My first time hearing. I'm not offering story. you bail because cash bail does not mean that judges have no power to offer. Uh, uh, judges have no power to stop you from, uh, you know, entering a carceral facility at any well, of given course, moment. If you committed a murder, you're not going to get bail anyway. Exactly. Okay. So that but, is. But Haas, then do you agree with me that? Uh, if you have, if you do, if you do it a second time, that you need to pay bail. I don't think that legislating that is the smart decision because, yes. oh. well, if you okay, agree, go ahead, go ahead. Well, then why the, don't you think it's then smart? the three strikes law would be a smart idea? Okay, no, three strikes is you're gone, you lose your entire life. Yeah, you you lose. Yeah, et, et cetera. And so, no, there's a difference. The like, there was a guy in, the, in the Louisiana that was serving a life sentence for stealing a pair of hedge clippers, right? Okay. But, so but, that's but a different issue the principle than, behind hey, the, I'm letting you out to do another crime and another crime and another crime. The principle, I'm asking you, like, so would you, is there, if it's not two, is it three, is it four? What you're describing is literally, no, codifying that in that way is quite literally running into the same exact problem that no, it's feeds into the carceral state. Whereas, no, the, the problem there is judges should have discretion, okay? And they should apply that discretion appropriately rather than saying they are no longer able to apply discretion whatsoever because the law does not permit you because... I, uh, I'm perfectly comfortable saying if someone does... If, especially if you go to three. Three crimes, they got let out with no bail... No, that's, sorry, that's brother. That's quite literally the uh, principle. The, the behind, law, you're, you're describing yeah. the principle behind the three strikes law. Except you, for the fact that one is about bail, and you're going to get an actual court proper systems. Date poor people you will receive keep committing justice crimes, and you will though. receive a trial. Which, of course, you have a criminal record. It's a lot harder to, to get a job. Period. Uh, liberty away for the rest of your which life. Which, of course, it's brings us back. Difference. Which, of course, brings us back to the the major reason as to why people are just kind of letting people go, and that is that Rikers is an insane place to uh, to even fucking exist 
And no, a lot of those people are not getting their fucking day in court immediately because they're of course just, they're fucking they're backed waiting. up. Because we have an incredibly draconian criminal justice system. That's with why you shouldn't no, commit three so crimes even, in a row because you don't want to go to Rikers. Okay, that's a really that's awesome that you said that because you think that <sighs> higher sentences he's, he's talking about or in, more potentially innocent people they haven't of punishing gone to trial yet is an adequate deterrent deterrent strategy when there is not a single piece of paper no, that you can point us. to throughout you just did you just no, gave no, that no, as a no, reason no, for no, deterrence no, no my, it doesn't work no brother it doesn't work it has never worked no, hold on don't so want to go to jail don't do crime times in a row i'm not worried about deterrence i'm worried about getting him the fuck off the street so he stops punching defenseless women in the face while they're trying to get to work okay you're, you're, so i'm gonna take him his ass off the street you committed no one's defending people punching people in the street there's no one on that side there's no one like well i'm actually for the punching random old ladies on the street actually i think they should have a right to do that no that's why i don't want any laws or anything yeah i'm the joker or something like that no fuck that noise it's that people and this was a specific example that hassan brought up there are people in rikers because of the cash bail system who haven't even been found guilty of the crimes they could have committed some of them could be innocent and while they await their day in trial they're going to die horrifyingly is in a prison cell what if they were innocent what, like what, like if they had the ability to afford a good judge not to mention we haven't even brought up the fact that they're disproportionately black and brown people like there's, there's like there's so much fundamentally fucked up about that system it's 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 barbaric and torturous no that's not recidivism is like the number one problem recidivism a tiny amount of criminals recidivism, create, create a giant number wait, of wait, wait, wait i know that Recidivism doesn't happen specifically on the bail side, though. Recidivism is the sum total of all uh, all people who were incarcerated that get out of prison after serving their sentence, Jake. There is a much larger number of people that are serving prison sentences and getting out and then engaging in crime again rather than, like, being apprehended for a moment, being detained, and then fucking going out and doing the crime again. That's not recidivism. Ah, so you're just talking past reality. You guys are going Wait, into what? the... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys are going into stores. Guys are harassing people on the streets. No one is defending petty walking, crime. Brother, no one is walking. defending violence. And that's why they're coming back and no doing Saying that's a good thing. I'm for that. I'm oh, that's my team. Happening. You're arguing against reality, and that's that's exactly what I'm saying here. You're losing people. You're losing people who are on your side because they go, us. That's not reality. That's not the reality that I live in. They're locking up all the stuff in the CVS because guys keep coming in and taking it. That's another really good. See again, all matter of. You think that it just all matter. Okay. Also, by the way, like you don't have to believe hook, line, and sinker every single thing that every single major brand is talking about right now in terms of like, oh yes, our our it turns out every single year our uh, our theft has gone to billions of dollars. We can't afford it, so we're closing down stores. And then it turns out like a lot of those major chains, when investigated, it's like, well, it doesn't actually demonstrate that and there's actually a lot of reasons for downsizing and a difference uh, of reasons why people are, and spending patterns have been changing uh like for example dollarama and dollar stores their stocks are doing great and their profits are going incredibly like every single time i see this by the way and it's like people are just destroying society stealing from stores it's like baby formula again holy shit Oh, look at, look at all the diapers this dude stole. And I was like, I'm not defending stealing shit, okay? I'm not defending fucking breaking into stores and stealing their wares. This has nothing to do with it. But what does that tell you? If you see a person stealing food, what does that tell you about society? Like, what do we have to fix here? And if the only thing you look at, I'm here to get them off the street. Fuck them. Fuck every one of those poor ass people stealing fucking food. And, and it's like, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe something else is broken.
Maybe a for-profit prison system in general is just like an incredibly fucked up idea that we shouldn't be entertaining at all. There shouldn't be a profit incentive behind locking human beings in cages. Maybe that's fucked up. Like, not not that like, oh, wow, yet another poor person stole diapers to be able to fucking provide for their family. Want to make money? Because they wanted to make some do you, political point? Do you think organized retail theft is capable of stealing $112 billion? Oh, thank or God he's talking about wage theft. Costs. Yeah, exactly. It, it's thank it's God. literally internal internal theft in the same way that uh, it, it always in, employees. Nobel reform has ever passed in includes felon, way, felonies. Totally Every single that, piece of legislation has passed has been for nonviolent offenses. Um, not only that. not only Fuck. that, but also there's inventory mismanagement, things that are damaged in the process. That's a part of shrink as well. Always, always. Shrink across the board has not increased in a dramatic way, Plus, according why to the are national. They closing down the stores because they close real down estate. Stores be... Because you can't make money. That's insane. They can't make money because of real estate, Jank. They can't make money because brick and mortar has no basis anymore. There's no way to make money with Both with a factors. fucking Walgreens. In... No, that's a much larger factor. It's insane to say that like. Three fucking teenagers, or a hundred teenagers, even are are a, 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 a gang of roving teenagers are able to literally take down the entire retailers uh, in in uh, neighborhoods. That's crazy. You know so, why shrink? You know why shrink is actually increased? Self checkout. That's why shrink is actually increased because you know what contributes to shrink? That that hundred and twelve billion dollar number. You know what actually increases that? You and everyone else that goes into a fucking Wawa and like steals the Skittles. What do you think is happening more frequently? Roving gangs of people that are able to steal billions of dollars of merchandise or a sum total of every fucking American doing the same goddamn thing without even thinking about it when they just go into a Wawa and yoink a Skittles at 2 a.m. when they're high as fuck. I, That's not, what is actually the shrink. But Haas, I'm not denying any of the factors that you mentioned. Those are all Lava real skills. factors. But you're denying the one factor that everyone can see with their eyes. So you're, are you saying, oh so what should we do with those guys who break into those places? Okay. Shouldn't we put them in prison right away and make sure? Do I do I think that police should uh, stop robberies? Yes, I do. Thank you. That is insane. Whew. No, that's not a few moments because the reality, because the reality that- Because no one is on the other side of that issue. No one is saying, wow, it'd be really awesome if mom and pop operations just had fucking roving gangs smash the windows and steal everything. Yeah, that's, that's my position. That's, uh, that's where I'm going to be fucking, you know, <laughs> debating from. I just gave you empirical evidence. You gave me, look around. That is the reality. How is that any different than so what Ben Shapiro does? First of all, we- we all see that they walk into the stores, they take the stuff, we all see that they, the stuff gets locked up, we all see the stores closing down. Not only that, we all experience it. So finally, can I just get to the anecdote okay. that I was talking about? Because it's instructive, no, not because, because it improves definitively anything, but it's instructive for what I'm, the point I'm trying to make, okay? Which is partly agrees with some of the things that you have said, okay? So uh, we got a guy in the neighborhood, he's carrying around this metal pipe and he's sharpened the edge and... <laughs> and, and it looks like a freaking spear. There, by the way, there was another lady with a machete. And she and these are real stories. You can catch feelings over, but they're absolutely real. And and by the way, the lady with the machete, nobody did about anything about her because the cops say, oh, no, no, we don't see the machete. That's the cops not doing their job, right? But, I agree, yeah. But at the same time, they go, we take her in. She comes right back out. Okay, so at some point, she finally grabbed a mom and a kid. Finally, they took her away. She comes back 48 hours later. Okay, fine. But now, you the guy not- with the spear, the guy with the spear, uh, is yelling the N-word 24-7 at the <laughs> corner of, uh, of the block. So I have a biracial neighbor. She comes out, and he sees her, and he starts calling her the N-word, and he's got a goddamn weapon. What right? is happening? And then what is happening right now? Eventually, begrudgingly, right? And <laughs> the cops say, 
No, we're not going to do it. He puts away the spear. Some, uh, the other lady takes it away. The cops go, no, we're not going to do anything about it. And so... <laughs> anecdotes are coming for your kids. And they say, why? My neighbor asks, why? You better why? look out. The anecdotes will get you. One, we bring them in, and they get released. You want me to bring them in? He's going to be back out here in a couple hours. Okay? Earlier, earlier okay, you said so you don't hold, believe cops, and now you're saying on, you believe hold cops. On, let me finish the story. And then the, as they're leaving, they then say, you know, if you care about this... You should care about how you vote. So that's the cops saying, I'm not going to do my goddamn job unless you vote Republican, unless you can let me kick people's ass for a living. I don't like solving crime. I like kicking ass uh, and when I have an overwhelming advantage, right? So is that real? Yes, it's real. But it is also real, Haas, that when they bring them in, they let them out. And so what happened with the lady with the machete? She's back out in 48 hours. Thank you for bringing this up because it made me more angry at the cops. <laughs> I That's just wanna... my point. Both okay, things good. are true. But is it? Okay. It's hard to tell. Jobs. And if I was in New York City, uh, please, if I was Bill de Blasio. Apparently there was the like day, the N-word Olympics no, going in town. And that's why bail reform when he was doing like a useless. mild critique of cops or something. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. They, they, run that, they run the show over there, the Sergeant Benevolent Association. Yeah, they dox, they do? dox his child. Yeah, you know what I would have done? I would have been like, you're fired and you're fired. Go ahead and sue me. Okay? And police chief, you're fucking fired. And if you don't do your goddamn job, you're all going to get fired. Okay. Go ahead and sue me. Okay? Can we, can we, before so both are factors. Okay. Can we, he arguably would be decent in a, in an eighties, you know, style, you know, buddy cop drama. Dode thing. What I was trying to he, show he could you be something the that is objectively, uh, true. Uh, one, uh, Walgreens. I'll be the when criminal. They, uh, when I'll be they like, ho, ho, you'll never catch me. Ho, ho. They said it was crime. Crime was the reason. Right. I at the time said that's fucking bullshit. Uh, and it didn't matter because everyone was doing the same thing that you're doing. Look around. Look around. Crime is happening everywhere. Right. Except Walgreens now openly states a year after the fact. Oh, yeah. I guess the, C the CFO came out and said the chief financial officer said that maybe we cried too much last year over theft. So the question at this point is, why did they do that? I know why they did that. Do you have an idea of why they said crime was the reason why they were closing their shops? So, look, it, you're taking Walgreens as one example, and there's a lot of different uh, companies that but if I'm react taking in different ways, and there are a number of factors. So if Walgreens admit, admits that they overstated the crime, uh, there was a real reason why they closed their shops. I agree. So, so in that so what, case, what, no, no, one of the well, other on. factors is probably larger, right? Yeah. So, so what, so is, what example, is the reason? The point you make about so real what do you estate, think it was? The point you make about real estate is actually a perfectly good point. So you think it was Amazon? also one of the factors. Okay, so you think it was like same-day delivery, Amazon, e-commerce uh, well, dominating? Well, that's complicated too because that, that's a contributing factor, but COVID made uh, a giant difference because people were not actually physically going into the Fair, stores. true. Yeah, so, Walgreens so is a dismissible So you recognize all of that. Okay, so if even one of these executives that was leading the fucking charge openly admits that they were lying a year prior. Um, and the national retailers association that puts out those numbers on shrink is openly admitting that, uh, the increase in shrink is like actually perfectly in line with the increase in retail shopping. And it's totally normal. Then you as a smart person values, empirical evidence over personal anecdotes, should uh, in that situation do what? So, Haas, are you, so look, I, if you want, next time I'll come with a book of statistics for you. 
But are you saying that in Portland, that the good progressives in Portland <laughs> full of shit and they panicked? And they, and oh, they I love how it's on the screen during this. And got tougher on crime Just because it was just brutal. all a mirage and they bought into the mirage. No, Haas, you see the crime, you see the numbers going up, select cities, you see it sometimes affecting some retailers but not other retailers. It's like major article and after so major it is article. It's a confluence of factors, but if you think that actual crime. Look, I'll come back and I'll, I'll bring go real facts. Portland, go not just anecdotes. Seattle, I do have to talk about, you know, the machete wielding person who won't stop screaming the N word. And that could be in your neighborhood. Put them in goddamn jail. So fuck bail reform. Okay. I don't know what to tell you because, like, I, I'm. You can come back with more statistics, which I think, if you are a a media person with a profound amount of influence, five billion views a month, like you said, <laughs> or five billion <laughs> views nice. a year. Wow. Okay. You wow. should probably he's, have those. He's going hard. Those statistics should have been. <laughs> this is your, harder than I thought it would be. Holy, holy shit! There was no crime. The, uh, I'm not saying the situation that, wasn't out of control. Well, Thanksgiving is going to be no awkward this year. I've never said that there is no okay, crime. But that it was over high. Crime and they, is and a, they, they threw out their progressive legislators. Crime is a whole. That's really interesting that you mentioned that because in San Francisco, Chesa Budin was recalled, right? Right. Because he's like woke George Soros back DA, and yet. It's not like they got a handle on crime after that. Because it's about the laws. It's not about one individual. So that's why I'm focusing on too many misdemeanors that should be felonies. And we got to put a cap on uh, no cash bail. I'm giving you very specific, reasonable amendments of what we need to do to have a fair prison system and a fair mm -hmm. criminal justice system mm -hmm. that does not over imprison people and that does not under imprison people so that you protect everyone. <laughs> there's no, there's no one. Come on, you can't say that there's a problem with under-imprisoning people in America, right? Well, these days, unfortunately, in some cities, there are because no, of these you laws that we pass. In some cities, what cities? Point to a single city where there's an under... Uh, there's an under... One percent uh, of the population uh, is in jail. ...imprisonment uh, issue. For the last three to five years? Yeah. yeah. Not enough yeah. jail cells. Seattle, San Francisco. There's overcrowding okay. in prisons in the U.S. San Francisco right now. or in the California in its entirety... It's the okay. biggest carceral because state in San human Francisco history. Is like, uh, what, what do you point to with San Francisco's under policing? Like the the classic, uh, yeah, not just globally. Uh, grand larceny uh, restrictions have been uh, limited, right? So why did it happen in the in the last year or so? Five percent of the, uh, the world's population, twenty five percent of the world's prisoners almost? are in the U.S. They started watching the local news and going, "Oh, we can do this, and there's no consequences. Let's oh. just all go steal shit." Okay, because nobody's getting arrested. Okay, got it. Uh, but we already established that. Retail theft has not actually oh, increased sorry, according to their All right, retail my apologies. Uh, Population demographics have changed since so that stat where was, is that happening? That is outside of the bounds of reason. So look, you're coming at... So, all right, Huss, you win. And next time, I will come with incredible stats about crime because you're obsessed with proving that our eyes are lying to us and that, that the, the stats are think... perfectly lovely. There's no extra okay. crime. There's no extra okay, no, no, retail no, This is really fat. important. This is really There's important. No, we're all making it up. This is the same conversation. Jake, this is the same conversation that I had in, in some respects with Andrew Tate, right? Um, oh. uh, no, I'm serious. Anecdotes yeah. have wow. a tendency wow. to misguide us because, of course, when you see something happening right in front of your eyes, you have a tendency to think this is happening infinitely more frequently which is why we rely on empirical i, I hope he right? grows from this that is hey there from the sunshine hey what's going on oh that's a fact 
That's a okay, fact. But one part of that. The lady has a machete. She's back on the Oh my god, anecdotes. I understand. You're denying that. single examples. And you're I, driving them crazy. The reality no. that you're propagating. I'm not going to vote for no. that person or anyone Okay, I'm sorry. With that guy. No, it's it's because the shit is fucking it, it sells. It's easy. That's why Cops is such a popular show. Would you yeah, you see it it's scary as fuck. Everyone will react in that way. If you see people burning buildings, lighting them on fire, targets on fire, people looting, that's why the media was showing that shit. The media was not concentrating on the fact that what those stats show 93% of all Black Lives Matter protests were peaceful. The overwhelming vast majority of them were peaceful, were non-violent. There was not looting, smashing. But of course, shiny objects. Fucking look at it. Look at this shit. Look, 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 look at me dangle the keys before your eyes. Whoa, shit. Oh, fires. Oh, look at this. Oh, jokification. Chaos reigns. We have to do something. Give the police everything. Everything. Defund. No, that, that, that'll be anarchy. Like, that's the reason this shit fucking works. It works so well. If you talk about scary stories no one's on the other side of that no one's on team poop smear no one's on team machete and word anecdote whatever that one was but no one's on the other side of that shit no no one's like yeah no i think more people with machetes should threaten old women i think more people should get punched in the face on the street i don't know i believe in wild shit no one's saying that but they're saying that if like if you look at the majority of the stats on this what what is actually taking place what what is causing the crime what is causing all of this the the, the supermarkets they have a financial incentive to say well yes criminals are uh, overwhelmingly destroying everything right now that's why uh, this is happening that's why this is the reason why and then uh, right now he's showing you case after case after case it's like hey by the way these are misrepresented this is not actually the full story it's like well yeah but did you hear about the poop man the poop man cometh oh poop is coming holy shit you saying the prosecutors haven't changed anything about cash bail? Do you think they haven't changed anything about misdemeanors versus felonies? Do you think and that it's just magically? Do happening? you think prosecutors are just like we love that fucking? Do you think that in the United States of America, under this criminal justice system, okay? Do you think that prosecutors are going? We love crime. Let's fucking let these people about. go. So no. what is it about then? So when a when a law changes and a prosecutor says, "Hey, brother, this used to be a felony, but now it's a misdemeanor." Now, I got nowhere to plead, so I plead him out to nothing, and he's fucking, because I can't try all these cases. I can only try about 2% of these cases. Okay. So I have to do pleas. I have to do pleas. Clean up so your when room. you call something a misdemeanor, I'm DJ, Dub D, thank you. Since Jake is doing anecdotes, wish okay? would show but the Fox News Seattle Vita citizens clowning on them about fear mongering on crimes. Yeah. Those crimes True. should not be misdemeanors. They should be felonies. And okay. we go one by one, and I bet you we get overwhelming agreement. Right. And the other slight changes. Hey, somebody commits a crime once. Don't don't make them do a cash bail. Uh, that's not fair to, to poor people, middle class people, etc. But somebody does, in my opinion, too, you can say eight, whatever the number is. And we could argue over the number. But if they do two crimes back to back, no, then. OK, then then you've got to stay in jail and, and, and you've got to pay bail. That's it. OK, um, I, I, I don't agree with your solutions because i this is so bad for the, Cenk, the issue the, the, un, the 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 problem here is that and the reason why i went back to retail theft is because it's the most it's the one that like everyone fucking constantly talks about is that when you're talking about like violently threatening someone with a fucking weapon okay that's yeah, not a misdemeanor like in a lot of places it is no it's not <laughs> it, it, okay in los angeles is it a is it a okay threatening assault with a deadly weapon is a misdemeanor in Los Angeles? No. First of all, let's, okay, let's look it up. 
If it's a want, felony. It's a felony. No, dude, you just took the most extreme example. What do you mean? Like, the, the example that you gave. Wait, no, I did not use attempted murder. I used the anecdote that you brought up. You it said was... <laughs> making criminal threats or a a, 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 a oh threatening God. to assault someone with a deadly weapon is lowered to a misdemeanor. It's your example. I didn't bring that up. You brought it up, and I'm fact-checking so it. I don't know why that machete lady was let out. Okay, so I wasn't there in her <laughs> Why are you invoking but in terms it? Of tons of sexual assault, assault here, petty. Uh, I just looked up, like, common misdemeanors, right? And this doesn't, this, we, uh, uh, so we can get it like we should do Why? a real can analysis I, I of something? it, but some forms of well, assault uh, and, okay, okay. and DUIs we, we, on and on and on. No, no, no. I love that. We will get into that in a second. This is very important and it deserves self-examination. This yes. is an issue that happened in the real world in your life. This is something that you have used in your commentary. Should you, in your opinion, uh, at least do the due diligence and have checked to see if it was a misdemeanor or a felony when it's an example that you've used before last time you were here. Since between last time you were here and now, do you no, think that, that you should have... two weeks ago. Oh, okay. You were... because Okay, yeah. then you were talking okay, about a I'm separate Okay, I'm going to read you issue. misdemeanors in California. Assault, battery, indecent exposure, shoplifting, domestic battery, uh... Trespass. Okay, who's on the other side of this? I don't get it. Who are you debating? Fucking Straw Hassan? Like, uh, like no one is like, oh, well, yeah, those things are amazing and based, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm really into the whole punching people on the street shit. Uh, so I'm going to call the cops, and he starts yeah, to sexually pleasure himself in front of her uh, window. And, and he says, go ahead, call the cops. They won't show up, which is partly your point, Haas. But when they do show up, they go, Anecdotes. What do you want me to do? Anecdotes. I can't, they're going to let him go. They're, I'm going to bring him in. An, an, an anecdote of a here. shitty uh, thing like, that's happened. You know no one's on the other side of this. their backyard and just starts hanging out and, and pleasuring himself and doing whatever the hell. And so, so, so wait, 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 wait. you laugh at trespassing. Ha ha, it's so funny. I, I am right? laughing at that. No, because... I'm going to put that son bitch away. Okay, okay listen, listen. Uh, first, didn't Holmes first masturbate in front of you? Yes, they, they have. Yes, uh, I had a... I had a, a serial masturbator here as well. So yeah, they're all over LA because we don't put them away. <laughs> yeah, they actually, by the way, those guys should be institutionalized. They shouldn't go to prison. They should go to a mental health facility that is properly funded that takes care of them. But what we shouldn't, I'm glad we at least agree on that. Yeah, but what we shouldn't do is go. Ah, eh, whatever. It's not a problem. Just jerk off all over LA, and kids will see it. Maybe you'll get it on Graham. It's it's been a while since I've been to LA. I've been there a couple times, so you know, yeah, like you know, in my opinion, not somewhere I'd want to live because it's too sprawled out. You got to drive everywhere. But gorgeous city, amazing people incredible food oh all that kind of shit uh not once did i see the the you know the fucking the wankers there there wasn't a fucking you know just fucking apocalypse of wanking going on every fucking two seconds just coomers spilling all over the place and you're just like holy shit you can't even walk on the street anymore it's all the fucking cum look at the city ah it's gone to shit why won't they lock up the fucking cum dumpsters this fucking shit imaginary issues i'm simply stating kiwi bird 37 thank you very much for the some of these you. issues are demonstrably and nefariously weaponized and propagandized by mainstream media, specifically local news outlets, when uh, the reality is very different and empirical evidence shows that the reality is very different. As a matter of fact, in many instances, the very same authorities that we're getting these numbers from openly admit that these are uh, not 
uh, as severe as the media presents By the way, it. no, they, but, and the crime problem is way worse because but, the cops aren't even bringing them in. So but, there's all but, this crime but, that's not even being reported. Okay, please, please, hold on, hold on. You asked me what my perspective is, and I'm telling you what my perspective is. You and I have already, going through this conversation, you've already admitted one of the major problems is that the police aren't doing their fucking jobs, right? You already recognize that. You also recognize that they lie all the time. Do you think that the 86% of police which voted for Donald Trump, right, uh, do you think that those guys have a genuine reason in pushing more uh, reactionary politicians into office specifically because they agree with them. And one aspect of that is to simply refuse to do your job uh, uh, beyond what blue flu is supposed to be in an interest, in an effort to, in an effort to get people to feel exactly in the same way that you do, because it's so easy to, to uh, get people very upset in this circumstance when the media is also aligning with their interests as well and constantly pumping people full of misinformation, as I've shown you, uh, that, that all ends up moving Americans, which already have a reactionary slant to begin with when it comes to crime and punishment, in that direction that we need more information. Yeah, it feels like an intervention. Any of the uh, solutions that will, will solve some of the underlying problems in which crime manifests. So, Haas, I didn't admit that. I came in saying that. I've always said that cops are a huge part of the problem. I've said that super clearly 800 times. So what I'm saying is okay. that is a giant factor and another significant factor. Oh, this was a book promotion. The, of the laws that I have talked about. Yeah. So that now, ship has sailed. Sales have actually gone down. You, and, and I don't know if you're saying no, the other stuff is not. It sounds like you're saying the other stuff is not even a factor. Oh, by the Only way, the cops. crime has uh, decreased in Los Angeles. That's the other... Uh, yes, see, the <laughs> problem with that stat is that nobody's getting arrested. But so has yeah, public like, wanking? But you might have a stat go Clean down. because <laughs> the cops aren't, A, doing their job, is your point. Cherry, create stuff. Thank, thank you very much for the tier one. So, Appreciate so you. What do you do wait, 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 wait. wait. If, we're letting, if we're letting everyone go, that's not crime decreasing, because that's still a... If someone is being detained and arrested, even if they let them go, that's still factoring into crime increase. No, tons of times, like the spear guy, they go, no, this, the machete lady crime. actually took a person. Machete lady, spear guy, say, no, poop man. I'm not going to arrest him. I'm not okay. arrest that's him. crime. I'm not joking. That's what he brought to the debate. <laughs> poop man, spear guy. And a machete lady? Oh, sorry, am I getting them mixed up? Fucking hell. Can't even remember all the anecdotes. There's so many of them right now. By George Soros. The problem is, and I think you and I agree on this. Machete woman. Thank you. The police not doing their jobs. No, but Haas, first of all, I never said woke pervert Soros. That's a Republican talk. I know. Well, okay. well, you do align a lot with the Republican. No, that's issue. a ridiculous. Look, I just explained it. I, I don't know how I could be any clearer. If you think it's a Republican to say... Hey, maybe we shouldn't let the guys commit two thousand crimes in a row. Well, then you're ceding ground of sanity to Republicans. I don't think the single person. I don't, person, see I don't that think a single person at all. Does anyone? So Haas, I've never met a person that says that. What do you want to do that. with the guy masturbating in the street <laughs> right now? Not. We haven't built the great facilities that you I, and I, I already. Want to build. I already told you. What do you do? The guy masturbating on the street <laughs> needs to have. So what? You're pro wank. Social workers. What are you saying? And police officers, which currently exist. Come to the scene. I never thought I'd see the day where fucking Hassan is defending the fucking wank epidemic of L.A. You know, the streets are lined with cum and this guy is just sitting back fucking defending this. 
I agree. That is not something that I disagree with you on at all. I am not a, if crime is happening, we shouldn't uh, stop it from happening. That is the entire okay. point of why there is a fucking police force. No one says that that shouldn't happen. There is not a single, I've never met. I know abolitionists, okay? Uh, I love them. Some of them I disagree with. Uh, I think that we are ultimately unified in the short term on, on uh, similar goals overall. Okay, they're leading the charge on criminal justice reform. Overall, I've never met someone who goes, if someone is jerking off in your vicinity, you have to let them go. I've never met. Okay, maybe they good, exist. Good. So, okay. Maybe they exist, but they are far so, from uh, uh, politically okay, important. Okay, then let's make it broader. Okay, cash bail. You say infinite, no cash bail, or is there a moment where you would say they've committed too many crimes, they're going to have to get bail? No, I think that this is this literally has to be why not uh, Im uh, eliminate a, the system all entirely? Issue it, it disproportionately affects the poor. That if someone is a routine offender, rich people don't have to worry about it. Then what? To, uh, uh, it is a war on the poor. Facility. Just by definition, like they haven't yet. But okay, no, I got that's you. not true. They are actually it doing depends. that. It depends. On they the are actually just like think of the fundamental principle of that. Okay, so here's a system: a two-tiered system of justice. If you can afford it, you don't have to wait in a jail cell while you await your day and your trial to find out whether or not you're guilty or not. You're not actually found guilty by a jury of your peers or by a judge, anything yet. But you have to spend that time in jail if you don't have the money. That's that's the idea of it. Right? And if you can afford it, you don't have to do that. But there are people who can't afford it and then just die. Die waiting. They could be innocent. They could. They're disproportionately black too. They just die while they wait because the prison conditions are so abhorrent. Because there's too many. Too many prisoners in such a small space. They're cramming them into small fucking cells and treating them like fucking animals. Yeah. Yeah. Eliminate that. Rikers is a death machine. Pink. They're not being released tomorrow after doing a pedophilia fuck crime, okay? They're, oh my God. These Every are time people I who are not violent what criminals. Is happening? These are people who are who have already served more than half of their sentences. That so are none of them still, are violent criminals. That are still There's no way that's even true, if, and you know it. Oh my God, I'm gonna lose. None my of them mind. are violent criminals. There's no. Haas, they're all just angels that just walk into a prison. That's not... Wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 like, honestly, uh, rapists are horrifying. Fuck the rapists. The problem now is a lot of them get away with what they do. That's a problem under the current system, even as the police budgets increase in the process. Yeah, they're they're releasing it so they could fucking join Wagner. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not what's going on. Here's what is actually happening. Do you want to know what yeah, is the, actually happening? This is a book promotion, by the way. Okay, okay. What's going on in the state of California with the, with the 75,000 prisoner release situation is that they are still, of course, going through the exact same processes where they go and sit in front of a panel of people that analyze uh, whether or not they uh, have actually reformed, okay? So that same panel, which I don't think you think that panel is like actually, uh, you know, uh, pussies or, or woke DAs, right? Like those are the same exact people that stop most people from uh, leaving prison change something if it was the same exact procedure okay. it would be the same exact procedure okay um it, it, yes the procedure is accelerating the the process that most people go through right it normally you commit a crime 
and you're in prison, let's say, for 15 years. Now, with this new structure, 76,000 inmates that are, uh, that are allowed to leave prison, which some of which does include uh, violent felonies as well, as long as they have served out half of their sentence or more than half of their sentence, and they have demonstrated good behavior throughout the entire process. This is not, do you, do you so feel- So what changed? Do you feel like- What changed? What do you mean what changed? So it, what is the thing where we're going to let 76,000 people- I just explained it to you. No, but you're saying it's the same exact process. Well, that can't be true. No. They passed the law that's going to yes. make it different. What, yes. What changed? Yes, the process is accelerating people who have already done half of their prison sentence. Right. And I would say to you that they uh, should it, they should be in no, prison for it, double no, the time. No, I would say to you that I use judgment. I don't just go let them out or keep them all in. Wait, right? I go, at like, wait no, what's the crime? What's the crime? At, at oh, no, it's a minor crime. You did it twenty years ago. You served at a long no sentence. Point. You're free to go. At, oh, it's a major crime. No, at I don't no agree. No way. Point. Okay, go back into prison. At no point did I say that any part of the panel of judges that allow you to cut your sentence in half as long as you've demonstrated good behavior has changed something fundamentally that allows them to turn the other cheek Boss, on violent they don't criminals spend the money or, why do you think there's a new uh, situation the reason, they're not saying Oh, you know what? Let's no. just do everything the same. Except the for this giant why, law that we passed where uh, the governor is telling you, let 76,000 The reason out. why, the reason why they are able to do such a thing is because California has a horrific carceral state that is over-policed and over-criminalized for far too long. That's why our prison he's population got a, he's, he's is He's got a fourth anecdote cooking. You can tell. people that you and I both agree are in prison that don't need to be in prison any longer. Do we agree with that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Scat bus or something. That's great. This program is supposed to find those people and allow them to be released early. That's it. It's not fucking, oh, you did a rape, and then now, tomorrow, you can get uh, you can be free? I didn't That's not how that works. I didn't say anything like that. I'm not a Republican. I don't make extreme claims like that. No. I'm trying this to whole find thing a has been reasonable claims. place where we have balance and justice for both people who are wrongly in prison and general society and Haas started this conversation with there are two potential icebergs so, for progressives so, wait, wait, wait. in not winning elections and one of them i said was progressives going too extreme and i think that you've accidentally proven my point because if a normal california voter watches <laughs> this debate there's no way in the world they're going to vote for you and That's really when in reality 90 didn't, didn't you get five percent of the vote hold on hold on you, when in reality 90 didn't he get five percent am i wrong am i wrong on that he, he got five percent of the vote didn't he right? Jank, but the minute I'm you about? say to them oh no you're all imagining it there's no extra crime it's it's all the the shop's fault and it's all the cop's fault and and there's no no there's no crime no crime no crime and we shouldn't fix anything Six. i never said no problem there's no problem i never said that that's what they're hearing Haas. And they will never vote for you if you say that. Okay. You, you think that if they watch this debate... Now, I don't know your audience. Maybe your audience... Thinks, he lost oh, the two Republicans in a Biden oh, district. Oh <laughs> he had that stat about Walgreens. Yeah, he's got him. He's got him. But if you think a general voter watches this and thinks that they would vote for you, you're totally detached from reality. The minute they hear you talking about this stuff, they're like... Yeah, Give again, me these are more anecdotes. I don't care if they're a lunatic Republican. I'm going to vote for in them. In this imaginary scenario, you're wrong. such a compelling uh, argument that Rick Caruso is now the mayor and uh, we did concentration camps for homeless people. 
You are correct. That's that's precisely what happened. Rick Caruso except, almost won when he's basically a Republican. Exactly, and, and he didn't. So there you go. So that's number one. Number that's two, not a great the example. crime wave. I mean, normally a Democrat uh, wins by like 30, 40 points well, in L.A. It's really Caruso funny. Almost won. It's really funny that you say that because he did have to run as a Democrat. So clearly that it, matters. Man. OK, got it. Um, so number one, uh, that's that is also incorrect. The crime panic narrative did not work. And, uh, of course, the only people who own the crime panic narrative are always going to be Republicans regardless so all you do in that situation is concede the field to Republicans instead of walking them uh, step by step through the realities on the fucking ground. I know that it is difficult to fight anecdotes with empirical evidence, but this is not something I'm going to do specifically because I think I can win more people over to my side, especially when the crime panic narrative has not been successful. It has Us. not. You didn't see the progressive legislators get their ass thrown out in Portland and Seattle? You didn't see Ch uh, Jason Boudin get his ass thrown out of because office? Because they were pro-wank. So you don't see any of this? No, you I don't do. You see that... Uh, I that do see that. You, you didn't see Ilhan Omar almost lose a primary in, like, the bluest district in the country? It's almost so, like, like moneyed interests are always, just like you say, all the time, going to have a specific narrative that they latch onto, that they hammer over and over again, and so then actually us, implement I recall. I about the money narrative all the time, and the money issue and the media issue. So those are things that are true. But if you ignore every problem and go, no, 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 it's imaginary, it's the money, it's the media, well, you're going to lose people. And we're losing people. We're losing people because you're pretending crime doesn't exist. But it absolutely exists. I and never every said day crime. People are I never said thousand times over. There's crime, and they get right back out on the street. I never said crime doesn't exist, Jank. No, I I hear you. That's that's. I, I don't know why I, I'm but trying you're to be. Saying that I'm crime trying to be. Go up. I'm crime's trying to not be. Not a bigger problem than it was before. You I'm, are saying that because crime hasn't gone up. They're not arresting them, Haas. They're not arresting them. So there's a oh rampant crime, and they won't arrest them, which is partly because they're not going to do their job. Yeah! Partly because no, it's, they it's, facts. it's entirely. Yeah! They the fuck out. It's entire. <laughs> if if they were arresting them and then they were getting the fuck out immediately, then crime would literally be higher overall in they're unimaginable. Not arresting them. Okay, then fucking deal with the police. Then it's not the woke DAs. No, because in the beginning when they did arrest them, they did get okay. For, look, guy, you know what, Haas? What so you're this has swallowed up the entire conversation. But next time, I will come with book and verse with like <laughs> incredibly specific stats. These are your and arguments. That'd be great. And everything else in the world. It would have been to, it, to show yes. you goddamn reality. He's literally pulling up everyone yeah. else on Earth. Sees stuff no. from chat. No one agrees that with you. No, you. That would be no one agrees with you. It doesn't. No, no, no. You can't use polling oh, or people or generalization. No, no. If we're having a conversation, a back and forth about what is objectively the reality of what is happening, then you can't use anecdotes and then leap over to the other side and go, well, this doesn't poll well, as a matter of fact. So obviously we should secede so on this narrative. There is no extra crime. You're saying, I saw the stats. I saw the stats okay. on the appeal. And I love the appeal, but okay. Crime? And like a, I saw like two and a half articles about it. So I'm going to pretend that there's no extra crime. That's What do you mean two and a half? So First of all. To be fair to you, you're saying there is no extra crime. I'm saying that crime increases and decreases 
And right now, we are still at a historic low in comparison to the to 1970s, Haas. Pri- no, not Don't just- go back to the 1970s. Crime was higher in 2020, higher in 21, higher now. So, yeah, I look, I have stats, but I didn't, I didn't know what you were doing. It was a giant what? crime debate. I would have brought no, my goddamn stats. It wasn't. Stats. I'm, yes, not saying, saying, I'm not crime simply saying. I'm not saying specifically in comparison to the 1970s. Okay. However, the crime has gone up since the 2020, since 2020, since COVID. Oh, well, now yes. we're picking dates. Why has finally, crime gone up thank since God. COVID, not only economic, why did it go turmoil, up but in certain, also in no certain categories, by the way, it didn't go up COVID. universally so across course, all categories. Compare it to COVID versus domestic violence, uh, shootings, and then it went back down. Crime has gone up. Crime in certain areas, certain kinds of crime, like specifically murder, for example, in Los Angeles has gone up. Every other type of crime has either remained stable or lowered. No. Uh, what do you mean, no? So <laughs> crime has gone up generally, and specific <laughs> kinds of crime have gone the up. Only, the only kind, so, the and, only and kind of crime that has gone up in Los Angeles, California, is murder. That's it. So you're cherry-picking one city in <laughs> overall crime stats. It's the city that I... Have since 2020, you acknowledge that. Have overall crime stats gone you want me up to expand, or down You want me to expand on the data? I'm giving you the, the, the expansion of the data... And then you say, well, that data doesn't favor my position, so I don't believe in it. You're just fucking cherry-picking one data point. No, every other type of crime has gone down in comparison to murder. In L.A., you're saying? In Los Angeles, only yes. in L.A. Okay. So well, that's what we're talking about. We, no, we no, live in L.A. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that where all these attacks happen? Has up or down nationwide since 2020? I'm asking you a simple question. Depends on what kind of crime you're talking about and where you're talking about. Of course. Yes, certain, it's gone up. Yes. Certain areas, crime has gone up. Has it gone up to unimaginable degree that, that you're talking about? No. I didn't say unimaginable. I said crime has gone up. <sighs> People are super worried about it. And I am trying to find in a rational way okay, can what I is ask you causing a question? the crime to go up. And We and talk about San Francisco. Without we, going extreme. Okay. We talk about San Francisco. We talk about Seattle. Oh we talk God, about all the these like blue so states, right? Do you think crime has gone up in red states? And if crime has gone up in red states... Do you think that red states engaged in defund the police narratives? Do you think red states also uh, had a, a similar uh, structural problem with like woke DAs and whatnot? I constantly think that there are always a number of factors and that there are different prioritization of those factors. Mm-hmm. For example. So why has crime gone up in crime, South when, Carolina? When you, when you talk about crime increasing since 2020, I just wanted an acknowledgement, first of all. I think, I don't know if you gave me half an acknowledgement there. So then when you get into why, there are a number of factors. The he, no, he, he, he's, he's teaching you. Jobs, he's explaining still, it went up in specific categories and then went back and down. Those numbers have The exception okay. being murder. Uh, Do you and think there's that, the issues. But then there's also the issue of COVID and the isolation that COVID created has also contributed to crime. Right? Uh-huh, absolutely. Good. And, and so... Right. And that is why some of them have gone up in red states as well as blue states. But then you have to look at, and and we can get in, uh, if we're going to do like a two-hour debate in crime, yes, then we can get it parse, hey, which crime went up in Portland, which crime went down in Portland, which crime went up in Alabama, which crime went down in Alabama, right? But overall, there is a trend that crime has gone up, and there's also a trend that they're doing less arrests, and hence the crime stats are actually not nearly... At, like they're not showing the depth of the problem that everyone is actually feeling in their lives. Would you say that uh, when we talk about crime, would you say that uh, uh, like as far as macro trends goes, do you think that like 2017 till now is like a reasonable assessment? Or do you think that uh, do you think that that's too far back in time? 
the numbers that I've seen and that we I don't have the exact like twenty one point seven percent off the top of my head, but twenty one point? No, no, no. I just gave that as a random number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for, uh, we're from twenty twenty on. Crime has gone up from twenty twenty. So on. yes, crime has gone up since twenty twenty. I would never argue with that, especially because as you and I both agree, crime was at an all-time low in 2020 due to other factors, the most important one being COVID. It wasn't like woke no, it's gonna, oh, Then Let me rephrase. It's gone up since 2019. Okay. You are correct. Crime has gone up nationally, if you look at macro trends, since 2019. What, is, what do you think? Uh, how, this includes all kinds of crime, by the way. So, like, when you have, uh, obviously, murder, for example, like I admitted and conceded, or rather, not even conceded, it's just something, it, something yeah. is just the truth. Um, that factors into overall crime as well. So, uh, what percentage do you think crime has gone up by since 2020? Brother, we did the story. Okay. Well, it's 3%. If I were to tell you that, if I were to tell you that crime has gone down since 2017, what would you say to that? Would you I, say I, that? I wouldn't be overly surprised. Crime has gone way down over the years, 1970, <laughs> 90s. You've been saying the exact opposite this entire time. is not the 70s. So, so I got you. If it, I were so, to tell you that crime oh has gone God. down since, uh, crime Jank. is still down since 2017, what this would you This is say a disaster. So I, look, uh, I this wish is a, a fucking report. disaster. What I want to do is I want to dive You said like 10 times, oh, I wish I wish I had the stats before me. He's got the stats in front of you. What changed? And when did it change? So were the laws changed in 2017? Were they changed in 2020? What laws were changed? How did that affect this? And, be, and, and Haas, maybe we'll look into it and you find out, no, not a lot of laws were changed. You know, it looked like there was a lot of uh, mis- uh, felonies that were brought down to misdemeanors, but that's a little bit misleading, et cetera. So I'm, with whatever reporting abilities that we have, I will try to dive into it and get you specific answers. These are not black and white issues. There are contributing factors like COVID, like cops not doing their jobs. But yes, also changing some of the laws so that it got too permissive. Okay. Okay. So the reason I think you and I both agree the reason why I said 2017 is because crime has still down since 2017 by uh, 4%. Um, If you look at crime uh, being up since 2019, it's 1%. Do you feel like that uh, that corresponds to one the information that you brought up? Actually, wait, hold on. Uh, here it is. It's a one percent increase from 2018 and a 28 percent increase from 2019. Right? 28 percent increase is the number that you used. 2019. Okay. So. Okay, so that seems devastating. And yet that still is, and yet increase. that still is a decline, a six percent decline since 2017. Double so, what you said so was a lot. went down massively between 2017 and 2019. Yes. And after 2019, when I think we might have changed some of the laws, mm-hmm. ah. crime went up. And ah, okay. The laws changed. 28.78%, <laughs> which is a massive increase. Okay. So. Aya, no. Oh, shit. She's just like fucking ripping. Aya, no. I have toys right here. Stop eating the cords, you fucking asshole. Christ. <laughs> Since uh, in that entire in that entire process, oh sorry, uh, in this entire process, uh, I I I said something wrong here. U.S. crime statistics for 2018 
was a decline, a six-point decline from 2017. It was dropping, and it has increased from 2021 to 2020. Or uh, it, 2021, there was a six-point increase from 2020. The 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 28% is an increase between 2019 to 2020. Yep. Okay. That sharp increase is due to COVID. So COVID is a an insane. Factor. Yes, of course. But it COVID. might also be those things that I mentioned. What? So the tweaking of some of the laws uh, around misdemeanors and cash bail. So look, us, we go on forever about this. I think people are super clear about our positions, but we are not absolutely clear. <laughs> that you have no idea what exactly you're talking what about. Yes, that. yes, I'm, I'm familiar with your position. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about and you want to fear monger. That's, that's it. You want to get people scared. Of course people are going to be scared when you talk to them about fucking machete lady and, and the serial poopist and, and, and cum wankers fucking lining the streets of LA. And, and like, yeah, that sounds horrifying. No one wants to deal with that. But like when it comes down to it, like, okay, so what are the actual statistics? You know, backing up your claims and data not just the anecdotes for these fucking horrifying human beings it's like oh well i mean if crime went down uh that wouldn't surprise me it's like well that calls into question your entire premise then then it's not that they're just not locking them up and the criminals get away with whatever they do and there's this rampant fucking surreal jerk-off fest okay the problem. i need to i need to, i need to clarify something here though once again okay uh crime per capita population has increased since uh 2018 when it was at uh 4.9 uh 4.93 to 6.8 okay that's a that's a dip i mean uh, that's an increase certainly but it's not the increase that you're claiming it is that's number one and number two this massive jump that you're talking about from 2019 happened due to covid Haas, you just both said it was minor and massive so, yes, in 2019, it was massive. Because the, overall, because the types of crimes that are increasing, because the types of crime that are increasing is not the types of crimes that you're using on television, the types of crimes that you see on TV. And a major part of the issue. Oh, in it's true. Everybody, uh, I have to as well head out because I have been pushing off for the last. I thought this was going to only be like an hour long debate. It's been going on for like almost two hours straight. It's been probably the worst thing I think that could have possibly happened to Jank. This is a book promotion, by the way. I, I wonder how that's going to affect that. Anyways, uh, I got to sign off. Uh, I'll, I'll send you all to, to Hassan. Uh, you know, give him lots of love. Uh, that This is incredible. I, I, I'm so fucking proud of that dude. He just fucking held Jank to account on all his shitty takes one after the other and and did it fucking spectacularly that's you know uh i thought the andrew tate debate was was the best this on debate i'd ever seen this this one is is fucking just next level calm collected uh awesome uh wow that's 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 all i'll say do you enjoy the surfs but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs many are saying this well we've got the solution for you it's the surf times in podcast form available on most major podcasting networks now if you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free, just like the podcast. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. This show is produced by amazing people like you, and if you want to help us out, please consider donating over at patreon.com slash thesurfs. The show is made possible thanks to Amazing Fletch, Anna Loves Riley, Ariane McCarthy, Cheryl Alvarez, Doug Cady, Everything Important, Hegbard Celine, Lamedia Panza, Matthew Scarborough, Multimondi, Omni, Peanut Butter Blondie, Political Papi, Quiet185, Rachel K, Riley and Anna, Roller Dragon, Ruby K, Sir Nickus, Spinach Monster, 
Stellar Vision, Sebastian Demo, Tech Tink, Trevbot EXE, Words Greenwood, and not to mention all of the amazing and fabulous people you now see before you.